All right, welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Travis Hoy. Brian Shesko. Gentlemen, uh, please forgive me how I smell tonight as I smell like a cigar lounge. I just came from a local establishment, their 22nd year of a cigar and lobster fest. And it was uh, a great time as usual. I was with a a good group of gentlemen. And listen, I promised these guys I'd give them a shout out. They wanted to go by code names. So it is, (laughs) it's Unicorn, Shadow, and Lisp. And so, yes, I it, technically then if I'm saying lift, it would be Thado, mm-hmm. but Unicorn, yeah. Anyway, so I wanted to give a, a personal shout out to them. We were, uh, I was with a good group of guys having a good time. Lobster tails, cigars, um, really kind of all you can drink. Had some good bourbons on tap, uh, some beers and whatever. Not I thing. did not bring anything. Brian wanted me to bring wings. I told them we had Hungry. to back the pot up because I knew I would be pushing it a little later. My day has been crazy. It went from work to middle school girls basketball, directly to the dinner, directly to podcasts, and my day has not stopped since 6.30 a.m. Such is the pod life. My favorite as they thing say. is reheated lobster. So yeah, that's I impossible. Re- I really, I've heard you say that before. I really... That's Wished. completely impossible. You were not so self. The Lego completely Batman. Impossible. Lobster Thermidor. By the way. Reheated. Yeah. yeah. Lego Fortnite in full effect right now for any of these That's people true. out there. That's very true. And it is a real deal as uh, uh, I am shocked at the amount of players involved. Uh, it sounds crazy. Uh, yeah, look, it's a lot. All those people out there playing Fortnite, um, look, I'm a first-gen gamer, so I still do some gaming from time to time. I enjoy Fortnite, and I know Brian does as well. And our, our kids play it. It's one thing we can we can bond about. And Fortnite has made great strides in diving into the Minecraft world with their own Lego Fortnite, which is brilliant. And they've also gotten into the racing world. Uh, so, yeah, they, this they, is, this the people is, at Epic Games, and this is not a... Uh, I was going to say, this is what the people are here for, yeah. whatever people are here. For so. sure. Yeah. They're, they're here to hear about my, my busy day, uh, smelling like a cigar, eating lobster, drinking bourbon, and now talking... FPL, what a week. We had two weeks Wild. into one, yep. right, Travis? 15 and 16. I don't know how much we're going to touch on 15. We probably will a little bit. We'll definitely, mainly for, for for sure, focus on 16, Brian. Yeah. And, um, look, I, I think we should just dive right into it, unless you guys want to comment on anything else that I already talked about. If you want to ask me who's Shadow or Unicorn or Lithbith. I'll ask you that when we're done. Fair enough. So... <laughs> Uh, we can dive right into it, Brian. You feel good about uh, it? I do, and I think yeah, you're exactly right. I have uh, I have a lot of questions for you guys, primarily about game week 15, but I'm sure the results of game week 14 will uh, will factor in. A so, little. is it 14, 15, or 15, 16? 15, did 16. I, did I speak incorrectly, or did you speak incorrectly, Brian? I don't know. Okay. 15, 16. Travis Sorry, feels Brian. pretty good about 15, 16. So I got in front of me. So we will stick with that. Sorry. All right. Starting off, I think it's only fair. To stop with to start stop to start here we go. I'm drinking water at this point because I had plenty to drink earlier. Here we go. Starting off, top of the table. Uh, I mean Liverpool mm. two, Palace one. Liverpool sneaks into first place. Travis first time all season, totally earned. Liverpool Football Club top of the table. Worked hard. Good fake out. It was a good fake out. Thank you. Thank you. Worked on it. Planned on it. 
Travis, well, I how mean, did, how did it how did what, it feel for you? That's what I'm really worried about. With well, as often as you've mentioned and and leaned on that that sound bite, the top of the table arsenal. Yeah, I said it a lot over the last two That's seasons. Fine. That's fine. You you earned it. But uh, no, I look in this situation. Um, I was disappointed with Arsenal's performance. We'll get there. We'll get there. Liverpool had an opportunity to to jump ahead. They had a, a much easier matchup than Villa and or right? versus Palace. Uh, Klopp has never lost at Palace, which is a weird stat. So it in Palace is super beat up with injuries. It continued to be during the match. So it it just felt like this was probably gonna go probably going to go Liverpool's way. Although anyone who watched the match know knows a little tighter than that, wasn't it? Very tight, very tight. A lot of decisions did not go Palace's way. I think the the match ended where it probably needed to end from Agree. A, from a from a quality of play from each side. But at the end of the day, I think Liverpool was maybe a little bit fortunate. Uh, the, on another day, the refereeing decisions could have gone against them, especially Klopp, given, the, given the fact that they had said, two they had two penalties given against them. Klopp said so much afterwards. Did he? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he kind of felt that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think even more, it seemed more like from the Liverpool performance, it seemed like he felt like they kind of, kind of not, not got very, away with one, but just was yeah, yeah seemed like it was kind of it, it could have gone either way. Palace. Who they had out there right. really played. They're I, I difficult feel like to they break played down. at their max. It's right? about as good as I've seen them play. The, but I will say it wasn't very good. Uh, they're they're not the expansive Patrick Vieira team. Yeah, they they're. I mean, anytime you put Joel Ward out on on the field, you you got to be a little bit worried. As a, I as mean, a look, Joel Ward, Brian, yeah, as again. you know. Is yeah. one of our pod favorites going back ages, well, ages, and I mean, ages I, ago. I, mean, I was going to say even even after the fact. I mean, because it'll kind of comes comes into play for Manchester City. I mean, good, good luck finding someone from Crystal Palace who's not injured. That continues. Uh, you know, it was already it was already bad, yeah. and it uh, it got worse in this match. Um, yeah. Uh, Sam Johnston can't even survive uh, the match. So no. Calf injury. You think is the most, the, Didn't look the safest awesome. Guy. So, uh, yeah, I just... Recapping quickly, Palace takes the lead with a penalty, 57th minute. Which was odd. Which, which was odd, especially because they were fighting over the pen, sort of. The Palace guys were. The whole thing was was weird. It Typically, took I would never think that the... The, who whatever team is arguing over who's going to take it, that guy I feel like typically misses. Mateta yeah. ends up scoring it. He ends up winning the arguing match. Mateta scores it. Salah brings Liverpool back to somewhat of normalcy in the 76th minute, assisted by Curtis Jones. And then Starboy Harvey Elliott was assisted by Salah scores in the 90 plus one. A, so a rocket, yeah. It was an absolute fantastic goal. No one picked him up, and they let him get two dribbles into the box and and Elliott smoked one, uh, as yeah. he should have. So, I feel like if Liverpool deserved this, uh, and I know maybe Klopp was kind of downplaying it a little bit, but when you look at the lineups, you look at who Palace had out there, you look who Liverpool had out there, regardless if it was Palace at home, you know, money would have been on Liverpool, and they kind of grinded it out. And they, uh, if you want to win yeah, titles, if you want to compete for titles, you win games like these. And so... I want to give Liverpool credit here. They got yeah. it done. It was disappointing because they couldn't do it against eleven. They had to. They they really well, didn't turn it on until Ayuk gets get sent off, which was maybe a little bit soft. I, I would say it was definitely soft. 
but that guy w- is just a walking yellow card, anyways, right? Like he can't stop. If only there was a cards. way to know how many yellows he has. Brian. Well, he was he was he was going to be suspended for the next match, I think, anyways, because of his first yellow, which was for just the petulance of standing in front of a free kick and refusing to move, and he got carded for time that wasting. Is fairly petulant, which is a little silly. Yeah. So his soft foul for the second one is 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 unfortunate, but it's it's. It's poor decision making. Okay. All that to say, it only took a matter of seconds after IU goes off before Salah scores his goal, which is good. But that numbers advantage was was what it took for Liverpool to get across the line. It's the way the game went, so I'll I'll accept it. But I am a little bit concerned about their inability to break down teams that sit deep and do a good job of being organized. Yeah, I was going to say that was a that's a late riser stat here. He gave uh, earlier really? today just that you're the top. Top XG teams right now are exactly who you'd expect. It's Fulham, right. it's Bournemouth, it's it's uh, it's a couple other people, but City and Liverpool are tenth, tenth and eleventh. Yeah, right now. Really? Yeah, like the last four games or something like that. So just so don't get opportunities because well, everybody's right. packing the boxes. So, and even so, I mean, look, it's a it's a on target yeah. shot that gets a. It's a I'm very surprised. But, but Travis, yeah, very surprised. I don't know if I buy fully into that because they've been doing that against Liverpool for years. I mean. What is sure. Liverpool most dangerous at when they are countering you? Yeah, good good sure. luck. Good luck. If if Liverpool is in a position where they can counter you, yeah. you're probably getting scored on. I mean, this goes back to Suarez and uh, Sturridge. And yeah. Th- this goes back. Mane and Salah did it for ages. Like, this is perfectly. Yes. So, if I'm playing against Liverpool, I never want to put them in a position where they can counter. Yeah, but you also have to remember that Liverpool is has become and is evolved into more of a possession team. They're not sitting back and absorbing the pressure from somebody else. I know. They want the ball. And if you've got the ball, you've got to unlock the defense. Otherwise, you're just beating it up against One a, reason a why they brought in Darwin to be a, a prototypical nine. Which is more about being you know, bringing the ball down on a break, going and more direct. Let's be a little honest here. Yeah. He continues to have amazing XG. I don't know what his stat is, Brian, but I think it's probably fair to say yeah. without looking at the stats in front of me that no one has been more wasteful on the season than Darwin. I'm sure of that. He continues to put himself in amazing positions. I think yeah. he is an amazing talent. I want that to be known. Very raw. I just feel like for whatever reason, he can't get past the mental hump and just put the ball in the net. I, I mean, even... I mean, maybe he was good in this match. Maybe not. I just, I just it's think average. It doesn't matter because he, like the the fact is that there's way too many people over, like uh, out outper- yeah. outperforming him, not overperforming at that him. price point. At lower price way, points, significantly lower less price than him. Points, yeah. yeah, at this point, holding Darwin is yeah. almost a. a, a, a it, I just it still seems a, a lot it's, of it's people. It's insane if you do. There's a lot of people recently, fantasy wise, has gone to Darwin in the last two or and three. And they're weeks. running away now. Because yeah. he's just not performing. But it, yeah. the, I feel like on the paper, second, it looks like he's about to break through. I feel like the second they run away, he's actually going to score. You know but uh, then I again, so. well, I, I really I, hope so. I've been on record as saying this. That, that was that was a that was an FPL pundit statement for people who had Darwin weeks ago. Like I know, like it's coming. I think we yeah. even said that the last time. It might have yeah. we said it the last time we recorded. How like, long do you wait? It's coming now that everyone's on him. It, no, it's not going to matter if, you know, what, who cares what his, you know, what his, uh, you know, his overall, you know, ownership is. It doesn't matter because now so many people are on him. So when his haul finally comes, it's not going to matter. And it still is. We're t- still waiting. TBD. I think exactly. I said this last week. Could be wrong. 
I think I said this. I would rather have Dom than Darwin. Now, yeah. I think he did say at that. At least this yeah. has paid no, off for that. one I week. Think we both now, listen, said it, that. I, I was wicked nervous in saying that. I was lucky this week it sort of paid off. I, again, I want to be on record as saying off this week. I completely believe that Darwin is a fantastic talent. And if I was, he, he doesn't listen. He's not going to come to your house. And if I'm a Liverpool fan, he might. Mean. He might listen. Actually, if he, he I'm a Liverpool speak very good fan, English, so even if he listens, he's not going to uh, understand. He, he gets it. If I'm a Liverpool fan, I'm, I'm continue to be disappointed, but I would continue to be hopeful as well. I think oh, he'll yeah. be fine. Now, certainly, Salah owners. Look, this week let's let's get again keep, keeping this in the fantasy world. Uh, captainers this week. I think most decisions were between Holland and Salah. I yes. believe there could be other gutsy people who went son and Brian will get to them may, majorly yeah. cashed in super gutsy yeah. considering his last match on the pitch when he looked like after the the or during the match he looked like he was in some significant yeah. pain. Anyways, getting back to this, Sala gives you a fantastic return, 13 fantasy points, one goal and assist, bonus points. And so, if you're Captain Solon and or vice captain him, un- with the understanding that Holland sure. might not play, although that was a late announcement. Yeah. After, I don't think that knowledge was Everyone public. Everyone was asleep. By I don't that think time. I don't think that knowledge was public when the deadline was approaching. No, because it was a it was a reliable city account who said something about who's your vice captain, and a lot of the a lot of people caught on to it. Also. Uh, I think they said Holland's dad. That's out there too. Holland's oh, dad really? plays FPL, oh. and he had gotten Captain rid of him. Somebody, somebody else. else had Holland and sold him, or Captain somebody else. Either way, the player, the player movements That's on amazing. this uh, kind of tip, tip, tip you off. But you don't. Obviously, you're never going to see that Not ahead of their late. lineups, right? Right. And so, yeah, it didn't matter. I, yeah, you're not in a league with uh, Alfie. Holland's dad. I'm saying no. I'm huh. like I. I got rid of Julian Alvarez on Saturday. I did. I did not. Ta- uh, I did not uh, listen to my own advice because I. I. Was, I banked the transfer after the midweek games. Okay. Made three transfers because I had so many. So, I had so, so many people out. Made three transfers, and one of them was to get rid of Julian Alvarez. I never would have done that in a million years if I had seen that news, right? Yeah. Or if I had known it right. going into the match on Sunday. Did it bite you? Yeah, I mean, I, not, not I him mean, specifically, but who, who else? Right you brought in? I, think, I think you had a decent. No, week. my week, my fine. score was fine this week. My it's the decision. It's the other decision. It was my vice captain decision. My vice captain was not Mo Salah well, to bring it back we'll, to the vice captain. We'll, right. we'll get to that. Hold on, I, I want to get back to that because that's a funny story. I love how you delivered that to me uh, yesterday. Yeah, it a, was fantastic. A real laugh riot. So we, we'll get Ex- there. Excellent match. It was. It was fun. It was. It was. Uh, controversial with with multiple penalties the red card and late late goal in the you know, 91st minute so all told I, I think I'm I'm very happy with where we are I wish we had more points from that Tottenham match still yeah. a little, well, bu- little butt mean, hurt about that listen that's some daylight right there don't get the Arsenal guys started on right. penalties that weren't called but anyways so, continue all that to say good week Good yeah, week. No, Just no, about no, everything sure. that we could have hoped right. for this week, we got. Trent, Trent people uh, were, were say, upset about the goal. Look, I'm not a Trent guy. I just can't make money to get there, and I'm, I'm probably not going to go there. Yeah. Uh, I can't get to Trippier either. So uh, Trent and Trippier is not in my lexicon. But I, a lot of people own him. 
So, of course, they're disappointed that Palace lets a goal in. That, I was well, going to say, Mateta crushed or two the, goals. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Well, I crushed the Samika Sand Trent dream. Yeah, uh, that, that said, though, I, I still think that we're on the same train with Trent where he's performing at a, at a reasonable rate that we could potentially consider bringing him in, even at his price point. And Trippier is, is coming off the boil. A little bit. I agree with that. And so the, it, we we may be moving even more towards the the needle pointing more towards Trent as opposed to Trippier at this stage, especially with all of the issues that Newcastle has had with with injuries uh, that that didn't seem to have gotten any better uh, throughout yeah. the course of so Trent, so Trent gets two bonus points even though you know obviously no it's goal not no great. no no assist no clean sheet and still gets two bonus yeah. points. That that is exactly what we were talking about, yeah, right? Created six chances, which it's is tied, tied for most of anybody this week. Currently, the sale of Trippier is uh, uh, the highest. The highest combination of 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 transfer is Trippier to Poro. That's currently uh, the number one yeah. defender transfer. No, uh, making money on that one, but thirty-two percent of the people who are getting Trent are selling Trippier to do it. All of these transfer stats, courtesy of fantasyfootballfix.com. Interesting. Uh, the I would say, so that's the question: is do you sell Trippier for Trent? Here's your here's your stats. Probably not yet. Brian, Trippier. Brian, do you have any stats for me? I have some stats for you guys. <laughs> Trippier is the number one scoring defender overall. Okay. Eighty-two points. Trent is number two with seventy-five points. Trent is third in shots. He's taken 20 on the season. Trippier is a non-factor when it comes to shots. He's only taken six. Doesn't matter, though, because Trippier has been in the box 22 times, and Trent has been in 16 times. Trent has two goals. Trippier has none, which I don't know that that can stay like that all season. Probably not. Trippier has seven assists, which is the number one overall in the league for defenders, and Trent has three assists. Kieran Trippier has created 45 chances, and Trent has created 34 chances. That is number one and number two overall among defenders. Okay. And each of them have created nine big chances, which is the number one Mm. amount for defenders. Yay, would you rather have Trent against Manchester United than having Trippier versus yellow card suspension? Yeah, of course. Like, of course I'd rather have Trent in my roster this week. Right. After his suspension... Luton, Nottingham Forest, and then they play each other. Liverpool is at Newcastle. And then, and that's then, and then, the and then Liverpool looming. plays City and then Villa. Right. Well, so, but I'm saying Liverpool, but Trippier's got, no, Trippier's got City coming when they come yeah. back after the break. That's January 13th. You got, I mean, and Spares even too, then, yeah. that's, that's, that's far. Yeah. Trent's got Manchester United, Arsenal, Burnley, Newcastle. Those are okay. It's not. I would say not great. By the way, Newcastle only has three games in January: January first, January thirteenth, January thirtieth. Yeah, that big gap. That two weeks is going to be there is, really long and but boring. But there's two two week gaps there. I guess my Something's advice, weird. based on everything uh, that there is, is just bench trip here. Find a way to get both of them. I got it. Like I what? I I don't know. You're saying. Spend that much money in your defense to get Trippier and TAA? I I I would want to do that. I feel like that's my like that's like the ideal thing to do. Holy Moses, dude! That's a ton of points. I just feel like they're both they're the they're the best two defenders. 
if you and do, they're the best two. Uh, if you could do, if you had Trent, Trippier, and Poro with the two other cheapest defenders you could possibly get, I don't see why I don't hate them. I don't hate that. What's wrong with that? I like. I know it's a lot of money, and I, I. It's always it's always a question of what are you giving up? Where else are you? You know, what yeah. are you losing here and there? And and yeah, it's yes, it's extremely expensive. I just to me like yeah, if you're gonna go for one or the other, like, would you rather have would you rather have Trippier against Luton and Nottingham Forest or Trent against Arsenal and Burnley? Like, I don't expect them to keep a clean sheet against Arsenal. Not even close. No, no. Burnley, sure. I, I mean, it's a way. Yeah, Depending I on guess how they, so. Shows up. I agree. I'm just saying, like. You have a way better shot at two clean sheets from Newcastle against Luton you know and Nottingham funny Forest about than you do. Lo- you know what's funny about Liverpool? Travis, you could tell me I'm crazy. I feel like Liverpool actually has more of a chance of a clean sheet against Arsenal than they do Burnley. And and I Maybe. don't know why. It just feels like they always play well when they need to. And when you expect them to pound a team, sometimes they don't. And so it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if they actually beat Arsenal one nothing, and then and then you know, beat Burnley sure. 2-1, and they yeah. leak a goal to Burnley. So, and Liverpool's defensive record is is not bad. It's actually in, in like, one of the top defensive records in the league right now, even with this this match coming through and giving up a goal. The, the, the thing is, they're, they're, they're not playing pretty, right? That's that's no, the main thing. They, they look shaky. They look like they're going to give up a goal, even though they're, you know, from a – from a statistic standpoint, they're 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 up there. Yeah. So the one thing I would say though is, it is it is extremely. I don't want to say irresponsible. That's not the that's not the right word. It's risky to do Trent and Trippier. And, and the reason why I say that is this: who who do you think has more points, Trent or He Chan, in the midfield? Don't look. No, I'm um, not. Um. I would think He Chan would. So, He Chan has seventy six points. Alexander has Arnold has 70, 75. Oh, 75. That's right. Trippier 75. has eighty one. So or the, the the main thing for me is though, looking at their price differences, you're looking at eight one and five eight. Like you can get the same points that you're getting from Trent. So it's, it's a lot of points. You're absolutely right, but you can well, get those points from 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 cheaper assets we're in now the midfield. At the stage of the season where we can start using points per pound as a reference. Sure. This I, pod originated yeah. before the FPL started calling it something different, but it's pretty much the same thing. I don't remember what they used. The FPL pundits started using a term. Yeah, they'll it's say not, points. People will say points per yeah, million. Okay. Common. Points uh, per million, but we like points per pound dollar is what we love right. to say. Oh, yeah, you did. You definitely did coin that. Points per pound dollar because so, no one says that. But I think for sure. No I think. But we're now at that stage of the season where we can completely consider that. The other thing that's not gonna that's gonna shake everything up is is all of the absences for Afcon. So well, that's the so for that, some people, not City. Right, that's what I mean. But some like there's gonna be a lot of money. Nobody. There's Mul- a lot of money. Multiple things well, I'm thinking about commenting there. Well, like, uh, uh, are they Afconists? <laughs> <laughs> Man, city. I, I mean, Men and Blazers said it. I mean, Half that's, that's the, the they had the sad reminder earlier today that depending on how things go for South Korea, that Spurs could ha- have no sun for six weeks. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's massive. I mean, it's, is there a Asia con? What's 
Yeah, it's not AsiaCon, but yeah, it's the um, shoot. If only there was a way, it, Brian, as you love to uh, say, it's that other cup. Responsible pods uh, would actually a better understand. Pod, a better, <laughs> remember what yeah, it's, it's escaping. Me a better right podcast now. would have that already. No, For but sure. I'm saying is there's a lot of money that's that's there okay. to be spread around right. at some point. I'm just saying, like, like again, I, I'm t- not t- going to t- trend. Tell me what I a, hear your numbers. You tell me what a crazy combination is, and I'll just say, like, like you can point to almost anyone and say. Like, I never in a million years would have thought that Joachim Anderson from Crystal Palace would be the number one scoring defender for a time. He, now he's his price has dropped. Like I mean, he's still, like, top four. Sanessi from Bournemouth, who is right. in, who's in my team, is your top scoring defender for, like, the past four weeks or something like that. Look at Mikalenko from Everton. When we get to Everton, we can talk about Mikalenko. Anderson's four, Mikalenko's fifth overall. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, these are all players where you're like, I never in a million years was, like, you're not thinking of those guys ahead of the season. Like, they're not an option for you going into, you know, in August. Well, they are now. And that's why I'm saying, like, you're talking about two of the most reliable defensive assets of the last minimum for Trent for three years, four years now. Trippier since he's come back to the Premier League. Yeah. I just, I'm just saying, like, I can promise I, you this. I no don't, one. I don't hate the move, and honestly, I would, lo- I wish I could do it. I'm just like, again, I just don't know who I would, who you get rid of to make that happen. Regardless of how yeah. good, and we're, and this is not an Everton podcast. I don't like it. We're not I even know. on Everton yet. I just want this can't be stated more. Mikalenko in his last eight match weeks, eight, 11, nine, one, six, six, seven, guaranteed. I bet that is the highest score in fantasy forwards, midfielders, defenders, period, in the last eight match weeks. You're moving it's a to lot him? Of points. That's ridiculous. Uh, You're moving just, to him? Mikalenko. Just, just to wrap uh, up. I would absolutely, he's four, five. Are you kidding me? Matty Cash to Mikalenko, done. We can talk about Easy that. Easy done. We can doing talk it right about, now? We can talk uh, about I, it. I would, I would do that. Let me look at his fixtures. Hold I was on, Brian. Say, we Brian's can talk about more. I was going to say we're going to talk about more when we get to Everton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who are we talking about right now? All right. I just want to wrap up the point yes, thank on you, Brian. Liverpool. Well said. Just that the, I think the end is like there, you learned nothing. Uh, like, in this yeah. match, the, the players that you expected yes. to do something and you hoped would do something, yes. well, the two that are the most important got you something. Salah gets a, a from a Liverpool Salah gets a, an, yes. has an amazing game and saves everybody's week. The vice captain him, and uh, and yeah, and you got if you went to Trent, like good on you for going to Trent. He still gets you at least a four when almost everyone else got you a two or a one. That's fair. So, uh, Crystal Har- Palace, though. Harvey Elliott scores, uh, yeah. not an FPL option. Nice goal. No. Crystal Palace. Ducore is done for the year. Eze was still in a walking boot this week. Tyrick Mitchell missed this game with a hip injury, although his injury isn't nearly as bad as it as probably any, uh, some of the others. Okay. Sam Johnson subbed out for Remy Matthews. Yes. Who is 3.9 is... and is owned by a total of 12,000 people. And it was something like Johnstone's calf. I think he... Yes. was his calf. The... the, the Announcer in the match read the lips and said, "He yeah. said my calf is gone. Ca- calf injury for sure." Yeah, that's uh, exactly what he said. Um, I don't. Yeah, you have. No, I I assume that I, with they, all these they, injuries, they, to they, me, it doesn't sound good. Like Johnson's not coming back. I, next I just, week. That's what I mean. I just th- I think that that's a big one. Right. I think that um, I think that Roy Hodgson will be probably forthright with that, just because. Just because he's had to discuss only injuries for the last yeah. like two months, 
Uh, Odson Edward lasted a half before his knee injury yes. happened. Jefferson Lerma picked up picked up a hamstring injury. Yes. All of that to say, walking wounded man. They play Palace. Manchester City next. Oh good lord! So like this is Holland doesn't need to come back because they're going to smash him anyway. Maybe. I, uh, yes, I think that's the that's and, the point. And also, I would say it's after City. It's Brighton, Chelsea, Brentford, Arsenal. Maybe the Brentford game. Bright, maybe we said like Brighton and Brighton and, and Palace is the is a derby. I just think Crystal Palace derby. dumbest derby. Yeah, Unless you're going to Remy Matthews because you need a cheap goalkeeper and it's announced that he's starting. He's three nine. Crystal Palace is unusable until they play Sheffield in game week twenty two. Because assuming by yeah. then everybody will be back. Or so did you sell Mitchell? I did. Did you sell Eze? Long time ago. Um, I was gonna say the other the other three point nine uh, goalkeeper dream uh, Kelleher that was uh, also dashed yeah, uh, because over. Allison was back this week too. All right, let's move to the uh, aforementioned uh, Everton Fighting Football Club. The the point deducted Everton Sean Dyche Fighters, also known as the Everton Blues, they were playing the Chelsea Blues. Everton comes out on top 2-0. Abdullah DeCorey Bryan, your boy, who you probably sold did you in sell the 54th him? minute. And then new kid on the block. Did you ever play him? NKOTB, yeah. Lewis Dobbin, 90 plus 2, gets a How goal. How would he be and, on the field? And, and like, I'm pretty sure he's like How? 17 years He'd old. On, he came on the, on the 86th minute yeah, and scored in really 92. Late. It's How? fantastic. Wow. How can Chelsea and Manchester United feel the same when you think about them but united is sixth and chelsea is 12th so i i, I don't understand you, that is you, an interesting question i feel like they're the same team this season and manchester united is in six so it's interesting i don't feel they're the same team i feel like they're in both their own ways complete shite okay that's what that's what at least the chelsea clubhouse i feel like they can't put it together. They have plenty but of talent, but they. But I they feel like all those guys hard. are trying for yeah. Pochettino, whereas United has a group that, in my opinion, and I said in Slack this past week, Slack sponsor us, that there is no way, like, this is exactly, and we'll get to United right after this. United put in a performance that is exactly what you would expect oh, of players who want their manager sacked. Yeah. So, anyways, but we're talking about Everton, Chelsea in this match. Brian, I, I'm with you. Look, Chelsea dominates possession, 72 to 27. Um, shots on target, four out of 16. And uh, Everton, five shots on target, nine, uh, nine total, five on target. Uh, Chelsea dominated technically every th- single statistic thing except for the scorecard. And look, Chelsea, uh, Everton, find a way to get it done. Yeah. And. You, is, you can be as pretty and ball possessiony as you want. If you don't win on that scoreline, Travis, it means nothing. I don't know what's going on. I, I I can't from a tactical perspective. They're not they're not bad. They're not playing poorly. They're just getting exposed and giving up crappy goals. I I, I, th- I mean, my, I mean if the first the first thing is I mean this is like the I don't know the fifth or sixth time this season that there's been like a complete overhaul of the starting lineup. Yeah. Like I agree, Brian. A, a, yet again, another like there's not enough all, consistency. All the people who you went that were like Levi Colwell was one of the people that it was. I mean, it was how many I people mean, went to him this week? Tons. Yeah. He was a top transfer in because he's cheap and it seemed like he was nailed. And then of course he gets benched, and the only reason why he got he got his a, a 
60 minute performance was because Reese James got injured. So oh, did he? Wait yes. a minute. The Reese James yeah, Reece actually James. got hurt. Yes, that Reese James. He got Man, a start. He's so, yeah. Brian, the, he's so stout. The, you said in the beginning of the season the biggest fool's gold in fantasy of all time is the guy we actually like, but unfortunately can't stay healthy. Reese James, that guy? Oh not a, not an option. Ben Dennery has minutes. the numbers on it. Basically showed this this week after the injury happened. He's basically been thirty percent available for his for like in his. Per time as at Chelsea. That is such a shame. So I, I mean, I, look, I don't like Chelsea. I respect Reese James. I hate that he can't stay healthy. Anyone who voluntarily puts Reese James into their FPL team from this point forward should be in a but should be in a hospital. That's just not all the first hope. time you've said that. It's all hope. I, I want that to be known. You said no, that the I'm last sure. time he tried. I, I just there's just no. Like, uh, there's so many people that went to him, and I I mean I, yeah. I admittedly you know you look at it and you're like ooh fixtures are good. Fixtures look real good for Chelsea, and then you're like, "Well, Reese James, he says he's fit as he's ever been, and this is he's got a, he's he's putting in some sixty minute performances, and then the it sad all, part yeah. is he probably is as fit as he's ever been. He's yeah. still getting injured because he's that freakishly. They, they, like, the discussion, crispy. and I, I mean, we'll talk about it with Aston Villa, but the same thing came up with Leon Bailey when in the Aston Villa Arsenal match, where it was like, "Hey, some guys just for whatever reason they just." Can't stay fit, and he's the he's yeah. the poster boy for it. All right, the ownable players from Everton, in my opinion, are Decore and Mikalenko, who, again, I just said a few minutes ago, his last eight matches, I dare anyone to outscore him. I can't do that fast math. I'll rehash it again. Yeah. Eight eleven nine one six six seven. Is that since game week eight? Because I can tell you that is since game week eight, he has fifty six points, and only Trent has more than him. I Trent's was got fifty eight. I said eight games. I was seven games. It was ten through sixteen. Technically, that's seven games. So go back to where you said match week eight. That's nine games, and that's Bournemouth where he got another. So six two eight eleven nine one six six seven. Here's the thing Michalenko. with Here's the thing with Michalenko. Uh He's taken 12 shots. That's great. It's third most since game week eight for defenders. He's been in the box 10 times. He's 10 touches in That's the box. That's not much. He's created one chance. Like, I, the, well, the form of Michelenko is is tied to when Everton is getting clean sheets. Clean sheet, yeah, 100%. And, and then fine. he's getting bonuses. No, that's the he's thing. He's not getting bonus. He's not getting bonus. Well, in the, I think, in the I think six, when, six, seven, he, he got one bonus for the seven. Right. This so, week, it, so the a, last a three bonus. weeks, he hasn't gotten any bonus except one, and which if is a, this week. And if a defender scores a goal, you can almost guarantee they're His getting bonus, bonus points. I agree. So when he has scored, that uh, he got what you expect. Now, it's a, he's hardly doing anything at all. I'm not saying that he's not, like, the scores are great. I'm just saying... He personally, the numbers, he's doing nothing but shooting, and it's not a lot on target. I think he has three shots on target. I'm just saying he's got Burnley, Tottenham, Manchester City, and Wolves. And three of those are away. Are away. So three out of the four. Away that to Burnley. Bode well. Away to Burnley. Okay. Fine. You'll take that. You'd like that one. Okay. Tottenham, Manchester City at Wolves. I'm I don't if you take it because he's four or five if he's a benchable player. Would you rather have you? him or Matty Cash? I'd rather have Michelenko. Yeah. No question. R right. Right. Well, because he's playing every match, too, all right. 90. 
That's I fair. mean, at you least could, he's gonna get you, you could, and you could, I honestly, and I, probably not get a, a yellow card. I might, Everton is just in a weird spot right now. Where I was I gonna feel say like, I might take Ashley Young over Maddie Cash right now. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's, like the defense. Just, Cash has been Everton's burning defense. a hole in my pocket. Right. right? Yeah, you and should, so. What could I? What's the easy transfer there? I don't know yet, but I I just feel like Michelinko's well, worth a talk. You ha, you have a lot of options. You do have uh, a lot of options. I All am right. I uh, on Decore. So, uh, th- let's go back to Decore. I am no longer one of the one point six percent of the people who have one point seven. Brian, some people have wow went, went up. It went, went up, up since went up, I went looked up earlier. Tenth. Jeez, holy jeez! Uh, in an hour, it went up point point one. He is the peak right place, right time player. And that's, I mean, look, I can find my own quote. I'm sure it's in my notes. I just, I mean, I said it's the reason why I got him in the first place. He's going to keep doing this because this is what he's been doing since, since Sean Dyche got there. He is now eighth in midfielder scoring. <coughs> he is the cheapest player in midfield. For the highest score, so on your points on your points per pound uh, scale, Decore Decore is up there. Is now he is ahead of Huang, of He Chan. Okay. So, uh, five point five. Like, look, I, I, my transfer of him was to get a higher. What I felt like was somebody who is per- higher who ceiling, is performing more consistently. Okay. That was Huang. I like the fixtures better for Wang, for He Chan, and I yeah, and it worked one week. Uh, it did not work the last two matches because they looked they looked bad. Newcastle and, yeah. and Chelsea didn't look great for Everton, and that was the opposite of what happened in real life. Decore was the difference in both of those matches. Yeah, uh, he has eleven big chances. Big scoring chances this season. He is tied for third among midfielders. Salah has 15. Bowen has 13. Ducore's got 11. Wow. It's because he's outside the top 10. This is the most mind-blowing stat for him. He's outside the top 10 in total shots for the season. He's taken 28 shots. Fine, but not. he's not, not lighting the world on fire. But he's seventh for shots in the box. So... This is what only to- and then so he's got twenty eight total shots, twenty four shots in the box. That's eighty five percent of his shots are in the box. That that percentage only Thomas Socek, He Chan, and Matoma have a better shot to shot in the box percentage. Wow! And I just think the way you when you see it every week, he's the last guy there. He's, he's central. Arriving late. He's, he's doing. Definitely he's forward, in yes. all the positions to to clean up all the mess. Way more than Calvert Lewin is, and he's he's basically occupying the same running positions that 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 Calvert Lewin is, is is doing. Um, for the most part, like like he's such a he is such a good choice, and it, like I didn't I don't like getting ones and twos from anybody, and that's what happened. He got he got like he got like a a three, a one, and a two or something like that, and I was like, oh, I gotta. I really got to step this guy up. <laughs> and then, of course, he goes 10-9 and nine in the two weeks after that. So. Uh, against tougher matchups. So, Brian, at this stage in the game, and Travis, I'm about to ask you the same, would you rather have Decore or Huang? 
I know you own Wang, and you sold to Corey for Wang. So I know this is loaded. If you could free transfer right now, money not an option, matchups considered, where would you want to go to Corey Wang? I still would take Wang. Okay, Travis. But same. It's, same. But it's closer probably, Brian. That's what you want to say, right? It's closer well, than... Well, look, like two games ago... When yeah. when he chance scores the, the only goal for Wolves, yeah, and you're looking at that and you're like, that's fantastic. Like you you love getting a ten from a guy. This week he was basically non-existent, but when you see the lineup, you see that he's functioning as their striker as their striker. So a five point six striker for Wolves who are front foot like those guys are playing it, really it, good it's football. Cunha and Wang is, is, is right. I'm yeah. pretty sure yeah. Travis has brought this up. That's who the, the goal other. when the goals happen. It's Cunha and one. Right. One so, right. So it's not because it's not like yeah. If it's it's one or the other, then yeah. I'm. That's why I moved to Hee okay. I just it. I'm just saying like the numbers are there. They've been like this. If you went to Decore, it wouldn't be a bad no, idea. No, not at all. No. But I, I would. Right. I would love to do it. Yeah. Quickly, and you. and I want to blast through this. Uh, for Chelsea, look, I Brian, I, I think you alluded to it. Some people have gone to Sterling. Some people probably yeah. own Colwell as as they brought him in last week, and then Cole look, Palmer. I'm a, I'm a Palmer owner, yep. so I was a little disappointed with the matches this week. Look, I'm not expecting a ton from Palmer as he, for me, cost me currently. If I can only flip over, and I mean, see that. Palmer's the only guy in the Everton game who really. I mean, he took five shots. Yeah, you, I mean, you want you want uh, the shooter. I mean, he outshot almost everybody else in the I team. still like Palmer as a cheap own, but, yeah. you know, I, I... It's just the turmoil of the team. Like, yeah. that, that's the whole, that's the whole well, thing with Chelsea. You say turmoil, I would just say... Inconsistency. Con- I would say consistent, or and or inconsistency of the team. Yeah, but even the way Potch is talking about it now, I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's, he, there's like, no belief, and that's... I don't know what it is. Like, uh, they're you know, a team in transition, and the expectations were high. Well, they, so... And then the difference come between, to find out transition absolutely affects them. The difference between, in my opinion, because I was thinking... I literally was thinking about this today. Like, why is... I Like, I trust Pochettino as a manager. I believe he has a plan. But the difference between the way Arsenal has built their team... And Liverpool, for the most part, the way they built their team. Um, and in Pep, you could even say Manchester City with Pep, is the way Chelsea did it is they bought a bunch of good players for really uh, for a ton of money. And then they bought the manager after they had the players and said, do something with them. And, I, and, and yeah. Arsenal didn't do it like that. Liverpool did not do it like that. Neither did City. And for the most part, Newcastle hasn't done that. They brought in Eddie Howe first. Yeah, that's fair. And so, and, and Unai Emery to Villa, and Villa has been super smart in their additions over the past two or three seasons with Emery there. So I just feel like Chelsea has done it in a completely unconventional way. And Ange, Ange has come into to Spurs where Spurs already had all their players. And then Ange is just turning them into their system but but yeah. it, it wasn't it wasn't a young a super young group that Ange is coming into like he had there were some young players but they had some veteran players too as a good mix Chelsea too. is just wicked with the exception of Thiago Silva wicked young almost everywhere a lot of players brought in for a lot of money and I think Pochettino is just like like they just handed him to Pochettino and they pretty much said do do something with them 
And I, it's putting him in a bad spot. And there's a re- that's why Chelsea's 12th in the table. And, well, and they can't score goals to save their lives. I mean, if Uncunku and they have the talent, season, they just well, can't I was gel. Say, they're about to go through another transition because yeah. this, that because that striker who, you know, the way they're talking about it, and you've seen the Nicholas Jackson performances good. at this point. Yeah, like that's another that's another thing they're gonna have to, you know, that's the other thing they're gonna have to. I think they're gonna. I think they're both gonna play, and I think they're gonna be a handful. Jackson and Nkunku. Yeah. I think it's. I think that is going to be a really, really interesting um, couple of game weeks watching them get I, settled. I feel like Nkuku is going to be a little more clinical than Jackson. I 100%, 100% agree with that. But Jackson passes the eye test because of the way that he plays. If he's in and around and there's stuff, there's trash floating around that you got a clinical striker can, that can pick up, they're going to start scoring goals. And Nkunku is, is that guy. Yeah. So I, I'm really interested to see how they how they they shape up moving into a a period where uh, Nkunku is he- healthy. So it, it, I'm not I'm not ready to se- you know, se- sell on on Chelsea's chances for the season. I think they will move up. And the and the schedule's still and that's the thing. The schedule's yeah. still amazing for them. Yeah, at least on paper. But again, you know that that's not. It doesn't mean anything at this right. point. I, I mean, yeah, I think at this point you're looking at color ratings, and if you're going to see a lot of green, you're going to be inclined to go there. And like, I, I think it was one of my like, I, I was going into the weekend matches. I'd banked a transfer. It's not all about me, but going after the, it you know, the weekend. It's always about you. I, I was seeing the, you know, I'm seeing the the schedule. I'm seeing the transfers in. I'm looking at Colwell for four and a half. I had Tyrick Mitchell. I had, uh, you know, I was like I knew he was going to be out on the weekend. So I'm like, ah, you know what? I should probably move to somebody. And I looked down and I'm like, Chelsea playing Everton is not good for Chelsea. These two teams are right now in yeah. opposite, opposite direction. Yeah. So Agreed. I with I I held off on the transfer for Colwell going into this Smart game, move. and I banked it so that I could take a minus four and get rid of Julian Alvarez like a genius. It was really the smartest thing I've it ever was done. Fine. Speaking nah, of I, no, Julian just, Alvarez, but I, what I'm, but the point is like even in that in, <laughs> he's the not point done. Is, no, I'm just saying. I think we talked about it, like even was it last week? Just said that Thiago Silva seemed like he was the most consistent. Like he had played almost every minute. He gets benched this week. Yeah. Kukurea got, I think, was he benched or did he get hurt? I think, I think he, he got, got hurt in this 84th one. 84th minute he came off. Before. Right. So either way, like, it all was bad because they lost 2-0. And, like, the point is, like, I just think it looked like a no-brainer. And it's, I just think you, you have to really evaluate the teams when you're looking at it. You can, Please stop looking at green. Mm. Please stop seeing green and mm. saying that's Stop good. seeing green. Manchester City to... Luton Town won. The fighting Lutes of Luton. <laughs> Brian, your boy, yeah, Elijah Adebayo scored in the 55-plus second right before halftime. They're up one nothing going into half. Everyone who is not a City fan is over the moon. Can Luton do it? They played Liverpool tough. They played Arsenal tough at home. Can they keep this going for a Holland-less City? They and really, they really tried. do it. Bernardo Silva, 62nd minute, and then three minutes later, Grealish seals it, assisted Julian, the aforementioned Brian's favorite transfer out of the week, oh, yeah. Julian Alvarez. City wins 2-1, yeah. which is unfortunate for everyone. Uh, and, and look, a lot of people would say that City's play 
without Doku and without Holland in the lineup, much more free-flowing. What say you guys? I say that it was 18 shots to four and just two shots on target for Luton. So, of course, Manchester City has got to let one of those shots in. Of course they the, do. The only, I mean, the, the fighting loots. So the, the so the Holland the Holland news is the is the big news. All I need to know, but it was not even close to the amount of time of the deadline. I just all I uh, to me all I no. need to know is that that Pep is saying he's insisting. First of all, don't ask me about whether it's a stress fracture. It's not a fracture. It's just stress. Maybe Crystal Palace. He will be ready. Well, he's talking Club World Cup at this point, which is. Two weeks, right. two weeks. Yeah. So I like. I'm not expecting. I like. I guess I'm not expecting him to play. Almost I, everyone that's selling Holland yeah. is buying one of the really cheaper dudes. Well, if, if it was me, and I might this week, I'm not going to spend the Holland money. Right. But if I was to sell him, I would sell him for Watkins, and just keep the money, bank the money, and be ready to bring him back in. Like I'm. I'm not going to spend that money so all of a sudden i got to make two or three transfers to bring holland back in that's not going to happen but for one right. week if i don't have to burn anything else in other spots why not why not just go straight holland to watkins for one week and then just the next week well bring, no i was going to say do if, it you, back. if you don't have watkins and yeah that seems like an easy move i just think so many people have watkins at this point and that was that was why i did what i did yeah. was because i was trying to i i knew i needed the money to get from the the that's assuming that Holland was going to be fit. It was to get rid of Julian Alvarez because you as wanted the Watkins. secondary option, so that it could be Holland and Watkins. Watkins' like a, ownership like a, is like thirty nine point seven percent. Like a good, like so a good sheet. A, a lot I'm just saying, like going into game week eighteen, we talked about that a good bit, right? Um. So yeah, I, that was the that was the thinking behind it. But now, like you know, there are, I, you can find it right now. Like I'm sure the question of uh, it's. It's uh, it's as uh, fantasy scout as mm-hmm. uh, popular pundit f- folks out there, you know. So do we need to? Uh, what? If we need to as beep, do we need to beep that? I'm oh just, no no no! It's easy. No no, it. it's easy. No, he just said he's selling <laughs> Holland because Holland's dad sold Holland. Right. Just thinking like if Holland's dad is getting rid of him, sure. Then it's not a, then it's not a one week thing. How do we get a live look in on Holland's dad's lineup? Travis, do you have connections there? I know no. we previously talked in this none, spot. None that we'd be willing to set up I and feel watch like you could try to shoulder. really make that happen if we really tried hard. Uh, All right. We don't like, got that kind of budget. I, everyone was excited because Alvarez then is going to, you know, the, the feeling was he would function as their, you know, in place of Holland. Supposedly. And, yeah, and he was good. I mean, he's he's been good all season. He was, you know, they're. He was man I, in the I match. To to he, get, he didn't get any bonus points, obviously, right? No, he did not. Just Statistically not great, but he was man, uh, voted man of the match. Alvarez has owned 29%, so there's still a good chunk of people that own him. Obviously, people own Alvarez or Holland. but And look, I'm telling you, I, I, I had owned Watkins for most of the season. I currently don't own him. Was a couple weeks ago, I sold him for Dom Solanke. Um which uh, has worked, an, an, actual, an actual genius has, has worked yeah. out for me at the moment. But I for you. listen, Watkins continues to play well. It wasn't because Watkins' performance was waning. I needed to make some money in other places so I could get Hyunming Sun yeah. in my lineup, which go. worked out for me this week. Look, I don't think anyone's going to like 
Silva's goal this week, does that make you go to him? Does Grealish's goal this week? I don't trust either one necessarily well, in their performances and or their minutes, and therefore I'm just not going near I don't them. trust Grealish, and you can't say that about Bernardo Silva's minutes. Grealish I don't trust because Doku's injury is not that bad, so yeah. I'm not touching Grealish. Bernardo Silva has uh, uh, started every match since game week eight. So clutch, clutch again. Whenever Manchester City needs, needs something, something clutch, it's Bernardo Silva. Whatever they paid in, him, it really wasn't good. enough because they they opened the pocketbooks for him. I don't think there's anything else to learn here from this match. Can we move on? Uh, just no. I just want to say that Bernardo Silva, since game week eight, has created eight big chances and has an uh, expected assist of three point six nine. So it's no, one a week. No, no, he's the number one midfielder for, XA? Bi for big chances created and for XA. Wow. Since game week eight, I have um, some good knowledge there, Brian. It, he's six point four, and that's reasonable. It's, it's very reasonable. Yeah, like the the this run of matches for Manchester City, like we said already, like you, I, you, if you could triple up on Manchester City, I think you would home to Crystal Palace. Mm, this, probably this Palace this this week, yeah, yeah. So that's why I, in a way, I triple up without like, Holland. Though, what's gonna what happens if if there's a training picture of Holland on Thursday? What I mean, what oh. does that what does that do? I don't know, but I'm gonna wait. Right, like so, yeah, like I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait, Brian. There needs to be so this uh, in fantasy and in, in uh, NFL fo NFL football fantasy, especially this is fantasy not a NFL national football league podcast. There's a sure. there's an account uh, on X, formerly Twitter. I don't know if you know. Can that. we please still refer to it as Twitter? Uh, By the way, who do, it's a I refuse to update that app, so it, it still says Twitter on my phone. It's a coach the coach out. speak index. It's a guy who goes through uh, and reads translates yes. coach speak translates. The, the all coaches in the NFL based on what they're actually saying and wow. and the truthfulness and I love and this. I don't the, follow this guy. I need awesome, to. awesome. The transparency of what they're saying, there needs to be that in the, in the Premier FBL. League. But it's not. I don't know that it'll matter just because every manager lies. So Jeez. and then deciphering wow. Pep when he's saying things like, you know, don't ask me if it's a stress fracture. It's not. He could barely walk after Aston Villa, but then yesterday he told me, "No, my foot. I feel a lot better," and he was walking just fine. You know what I mean? Like it's stuff like that where you're like, "What Come is on. like Pep's hyperbole with stuff like this?" Is is nope. there is no tr there's no translation for it. It doesn't matter what he says. So that's what I mean. I like, I I wouldn't sell him now. Is what I'm okay. saying. That's that's me. Holland. No, I wouldn't do it. I'm Mention. waiting. Um, what, and what if he's not training on Thursday, Brian? If you need it, and you need if you need to make the move, or if I'm you not losing money if I sell him because he hasn't gone up because the whole world owns him, right? right. And and it's going to take a lot of sales for his for him price to, drop. to drop. So, Three. yeah, and in a way, like I don't love it that I would get like every like a lot of people. I'm going to get Cameron Archer off my bench if he doesn't play, or I could just start Cameron Archer. But why would I do that? I would put Holland in my lineup in the case that he starts in the event that he does start against okay. Crystal Palace. Right. I just like I just I don't know. I just am really hesitant to I'm really hesitant to sell at this point. All right, next fun match should have been the match of the weekend. Honestly, probably was because the other match that I wanted to be match of the weekend kind of sucked. This match Spurs four Brian, yeah, you're fighting. 
Tottenham, uh, Hotspur, Cox, are they doing it four to one? Newcastle, come on! So, yeah. uh, were you conflicted that's, in this? That's what everyone. That's what everyone. This was them. the Brian Chesco derby. Right. right here. He, did you, Tottenham, Newcastle. Did you cut your T-shirt in half and sew them together? This good, yeah, I good did. Good question. I need to do that, actually. Excellent uh, question. No, I was... I was uh, I, as soon as Sun was fit, as soon as I knew that was happening, I. it's more of just what, like what fireworks are going to ensue here. <laughs> so can trippier get something because i was playing trippier i okay. had dubrovka is my you know is my oh, wow. starting goalkeeper okay. is the only goalkeeper i have now which is hilarious after when we get to it but no it was first of all like like holy crap like son's fit like he looked like his leg was getting cut off last match were they amputating that's what everyone was asking that that sideline camera yeah. view that somebody posted no he's fit in fact uh uh, two assists and scores the penalty goal and 17 points and he's an untouchable midfield asset as long as he's fit two and assists one goal end of sun discussion Excellent. now um, look i want to say this brian real quick go ahead this game was hilarious for me because not only was it late in the the uh was it la- was it the last game on sunday is yeah. that right last game of the game week so it's a, which was hilarious for me. I had an okay match week. It was fine. Mm-hmm. But Udagi continued to be in my team only because I had more yeah. pressing matters. Yeah. So he starts for me in this game. Awesome. So, so so did Lascelles. And you were so excited. And so all of a sudden, like, I, I was in a position I couldn't watch this game. At least yeah. I watched the second half. I did not watch the first half. And so I'm like, holy crap, are you kidding me? What kind of luck is this? Son assists Udagi for the first goal. And then Sun ends up getting on the tail end and, and then has another assist to Richarlison. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So, yeah, I end up scoring a 72 this match week. You hear that? It, which was... Oh, I heard. Which was which was crazy. I have a feeling you'll hear more about it before the I had a set... Look, Hey, he doesn't have Arsenal awesome top of the table. Hey, it's not often. It's yeah. not often where I'm probably in the top, I don't know, 5% of scores in FPL this week. So... Yeah, like I'll take it. That is an offense. And and I, and I yeah, exactly. And I kind of lucked into it and I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take the Udagi. I did have Alvarez, I had Solanke, and I had Sun. I had uh Sala was my was my vice as as uh, probably most people was. So, um yeah, ended up being a good match week for Who's me. Who's your vice? I will we'll, take well, it. We'll get there. We will get there. I know I know I know where to uh, direct us uh in order to get there. So but uh, Richarlison with a brace, Brian. What, what are we to, to believe with this? What so What yeah. is this? So next we'll go. Yeah. Okay. So Richarlison, all he needed was groin surgery, and now he's the best striker in the league. <laughs> uh, you tell me what you make of this, okay? Because this is Ange Postacoglu's comments about oh. about Richarlison. Wait a minute. Is this? Tra- do I need to translate this? Uh, Richarlison is healthy now. I think that's his best position through the middle. With Sonny, looking at the last few weeks, most of our chances and opportunities have fallen to the wide players. That is 100% true between Kulishevsky, Brennan Johnson, and then this For match sure. with Sonny. For sure. Agreed. Because Brennan Johnson should have again gotten on the score sheet. He says he's still our best finisher, and I thought getting him back on the left would give us some more avenues to score goals. As I said, Sonny set the tone early on, and I think the rest of the lads fed off of him. If this is Sun playing on the left, this is kind of what nobody really wanted from him. Right. 
But no, that's where he played with Kane. But but when he but this game, the difference is when he played with Kane, who was taking penalties? Kane was. Son obviously taking penalties. Bruno G doing his best to to almost get the penalty save here for Dubrovka, and because um, he was pointing which direction he was going to kick it. But um, is that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can see Stop. it. Stop! I did not know that. It's uh, interesting. Still. Like that's what uh, you know. There are multiple accounts that said that too. Like Sun, like they're sp- for the Spurs' first penalty of the season. It's the first time. Are you serious? Yeah. So that's why the whole that's been the whole question. Sonny's been this good, and this is his first pen. One penalty for good Spurs. Lord. This was it. Well, he's been playing through the middle since he's been scoring. But I, right. But still, a Spurs' first pen in sixteen matches into the season seems crazy. Listen, Richarlison six point six. So, yeah, you got to think about it. You have to. You have to rethink about it. Is he going? I need to see some starts. The, so, yes. But is that fair? If they, if Ange is saying they know that Richarlison's best position is, is playing the centrally. Yeah, playing through the middle. That's where he's going to be. This is this is Ange's team. And Ange has... I just he's, need to... He's kicked some of the, the, the lesser players to the curb the uh, Alistair Gold at Football London said it about like said it about Richarlison's whatever this like uh, uh, groin spur. Uh, okay, I don't know what I don't, I don't know what I, what exactly it was, but whatever it was that was bothering him was enough that he that it was said of him that he was having trouble kicking, like swinging his leg through a kick. That's how painful whatever his issue was. Are we that, sure he wasn't faking? That issue is is that's what this surgery. No, we're not. But the but I don't think he would get unless if he's that committed to the bit that he would get surgery. If on anyone is that yeah, committed, it is then, Yes, then yes, that is the greatest commitment <sighs> in history, and he deserves a raise for doing that. No, that was the whole point was to get to get this right. issue fixed. He comes back and he looked real good, like. For, yeah. Poro's assist to him was, first of all, unbelievable pass. Richarlison, unbelievable to bring it down and score it with ease. Like, yeah, Poor, yeah. I think you gotta. I think you gotta reconsider it if that's what's gonna happen with him. He's six point six. I don't know if I can make that happen. I know. I like. I'm just. I don't like, know if my stomach. No, no, can in other words, like, it. like my, exactly. My, it, it's a. It's a. It's a real serious stomach move. But man, oh man, is that a that is a. Move. I owned. I believe I owned two Spurs early in the season. It was Madison and I think it was Madison and Son. So sure. I don't hate that, especially the way Spurs have been playing. I don't hate that at all. I'm looking at my team, and I don't. I just don't know if I can make the money work because if I were to sell Holland at least for one match week, I wouldn't want to spend that money, Brian. Pedro Poro, you've mentioned multiple times. Mm-hmm. Four, out hey, wait, la- before, four out of the last five weeks. Five, just five, on the zero, attack, five, five. just to wrap up the attack, Brennan Johnson was awesome I know, in this game. And, Brennan and Johnson was close. He's awesome. doing his best Darwin, although I actually trust Brilliant. probably Brennan Johnson to score sooner than Darwin will. Brennan Johnson at least has had some returns in the I last agree. Week. I agree, and I created like three, him as a player. Created was, three chances, one big chance created. Spurs created like six big chances in this game. Yeah. Like everyone could have had a, more of a return. Kuliszewski was awesome. Yep. Uh, but no, he hit the woodwork twice. Brennan Johnson t- twice hit the woodwork. Uh, so just want to just want to say that like Son and Brennan Johnson and Kuliszewski with a functional Richarlison that is so so good. I mean that is so right. good. Um, 
Spurs backs. Poro gets the assist, like we said. Uh, thanks a lot, Pierre Emil Hoybier, for the error that led to the Joe Linton goal. Fantastic that he came off the bench to provide that for everybody. Yeah, I lost Udagi's clean sheet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Udagi gets you a bonus point right, with Ryan, his quick, goal. Quickly, look, I've held on to Udagi. Although, Dave, uh, he is now new long-term contract Spurs I left back. I saw that Destiny today. Udagi. That happened today. So you don't know what you're going to get now. I know. And he got his bag, as the kids say. And now I don't know what <laughs> they to said think. like 10 years ago. They, no, Travis, that's not true. All right. I'm hip to the slang, Travis. The numbers, Dave, still skew heavily in favor of Pedro Poro. Poro. Uh, 100. My point but being. Udagi will never be a bad pick as long as he's fit. So is it worth us? It's not worth a sell. Is it worth a sell? Is it worth moving him? No. Just because all of a sudden he gets one return? So, so it's his first goal for Spurs. I mean, that's the, that's the first thing. Again, I will say it forever. If you're buying a defender because he scored a goal, you're not buying for the right Agree. reason. Agree. Poro, if you don't own one, Poro's the move. I'm in the Udagi world, and he's... He's I, I'm four, saying four eight to five four. I'm saying that's I'm saying if you can't money. That's .6, and if you can't afford Poro, I would. I mean, how could you be mad about going to Udagi? You're never. It's never going to yeah. be a bad thing. What about Romero? Oh, yeah. Oh, yellow card Romero. No. So here, just let, like the all right. Since game, so after you after Udagi got his red card suspension and missed the Wolves game. So he can't, since he's come back, so it's game week thirteen since he's come back. Okay. It's Poro 15, Udagi 11. So there's your points in that amount of time. Okay. So it's, again, a little bit in favor of Poro. Yeah. What, you're, what you're getting is, in that time, Poro has taken 12 shots and Udagi's taken two. Right. So, right. which, by the way, 12 shots is number one overall yeah, for, for defenders. Defense out, yeah. Poro's had three shots on target and Udagi's got one, mm -hmm. which is this goal. Yeah. Three on target, by the way, is tied for the most of any defender. Poro's got nine shots in the box. Udagi's got two. Oh, wow. Nine shots in the box, by the way, is number one for any defender. Okay. I see where you're going with this. Udagi's had big, two big chances to score, though, and Poro's had zero. Okay. Interesting. Two big chances to score, Dave. You might be surprised to find out it's tied for the most of any defender. In uh, that amount of time. I actually am surprised about that. Poro has 18 touches in the opposition box, and Udagi's got nine. You might be surprised to hear this, but... 18 touches in the box is That's most for double. any defender. Yes, double. Jeez. It's double Udagi, and it's the number Travis one of any defender. Double doggy. Double dog. He got double dog. Mm. Poro's created 13 chances, and Udagi's created three. Uh, you might be actually surprised to find out that 13 chances created is actually the second most chances created since game week 13. Trent's got 15 chances. Mm. And then Poro has created four big chances. Okay. Udagi zero, uh, four big chances created is number two overall for defenders. Only Trent has created more, and he's created five. The point being, both are good options. I don't know how else to say this. Pedro Poro is the number one, yeah, attacking back, and there and it's for most of the stats, it's him uh, by a bit. Well, but I mean, if you're buying a defender for attacking returns and you're doing it wrong I, no, I heard somebody say that one time i'm saying comprehensively <laughs> i'm saying comprehensively but even and i would say too no like 15 points since game week 13 yeah that's no, not, you're, that's you're right. not a ton it, it, he is he is by far the defender to own 
not just for Tottenham, but probably overall, right now at this moment, he is on fire. All right, Newcastle. Hey, uh, Christian Romero is an absolute time bomb. Christian yeah. Romero, why he wasn't sent off again in Agreed. this game? Absolutely Weird. mystifying. Should, yep. And that guy, what a what Nut a job. lunatic! Nut job. Nut job. Uh, who was it? Was it a Neville or was it a Redknapp? One of somebody said it this week about him that Neville. he has no intention of slowing anyone down. He only wants to tackle. Yeah. Like his instinct is to only lunge at people, and then he's Crazy. like, "What he did? Who was on the ground? Was it Joe Linton? Like, what are you doing? It's stupid! Just no, a, a just totally. a, a a nonsense player who's great when he's good, and when he like any other time, like who knows what he's gonna do? What a lunatic! Uh, uh, well, I'm with you 100. percent Newcastle, Isak Wilson. Neither one get anything hey, here. Uh. They got to be tired. They have to be. Are they? Oh, they, they got to be. They are shot. You can uh, Are you sure they're tired? They're the, shot. The charred corpse of Kieran Trippier uh <laughs> oh, thankfully got his fifth yellow. He, there's no one happier to be on a yellow fifth card. Fifth yellow than to so be on a yellow take, card he suspension. Can go take he can nap. finally oh my get gosh. a break. Yeah. And uh, he's out of a match <clears throat> against Fulham. That has to be a good thing for them yeah. at this point. Uh, the Red Hot 5050 Fulham will get to them. Yeah. Uh, Lascelles, you have Lascelles. He I looked do. He looked a bit gimpy there on he the did. first goal, but Agreed. he played 89, 90, he played he, 90 minutes. He, he, 90. he got 90. He grinded it out. Gordon, I think, is unlucky here. He created a huge chance. Gordon was away. Remember, away Gordon does not score. It's difficult. True, but Home still, Gordon he did create, scores. He did have a chance at a return here, and it didn't happen. Isak, unlucky also, I think. Uh, Callum Wilson is back. I mean, I don't know if you saw that. I did see that. Yeah, of course you But did. he also looked he's, like he got dinged up a little he's bit. He's back, but he also has a red triangle. Yeah. <laughs> Already. That's 25% chance he, of playing. He's almost as lucky as Reese James. Like, what the heck? Gordon is home to Fulham next week. Yeah. Home yeah. Gordon That's is it. back. He's You got home Gordon against Fulham, then they're at Luton and home Forest. Home form Gordon. Give me that two of the next three weeks. Give me that guy regardless of what else is going on. I agree. I don't have anything else. I do have Dubrovka as my backup keeper. They're shopping um, another keeper And right I will now, be too. probably playing Dubrovka the next couple of weeks as Raya's got a little He, he may or may not be injured I was going to say, well. uh, worst Dubrovka, the, the worst oh, news God's about sakes. the whole thing is Dubrovka. A lot of people sharing the story from uh, reporter Daniel Wales, who's saying that Dubrovka is nursing a hidden shoulder injury. Hidden. Also says that Newcastle is shirt. Uh, assessing all available options. Uh, okay. Loris Karius just sitting there, uh, but of course everyone, everyone keeps saying that uh, the best available option is David De Gea. Uh, Daily Star, for what it's worth, uh, I don't know how much. It's not worth anything. But just that Sam Johnston was another uh, name that had popped up on. That's not going to help him now. Exactly. Aforementioned injured. Not anymore. My uh, calf is gone. Sam Johnston, Travis. Yeah, I have no idea what you're going to get. I would love to know. Now that you guys say that, I'm really curious to know about about Callum Wilson because uh, not that it's surprising that he's injured. I just. all right, let's get to the match. He does use a triangle. Let's right get now? to the match that I want. I'm just saying. I wish was 
match of the week. What I was going to say is, of course, Callum Wilson comes back for two seconds and he gets the assist in a game where Isak barely Play. misses a, a, you know, thanks to Ben Davis's toe, doesn't score a goal in True. this one, too. Hey, I'm cashed, uh, by the way, and he does not have a red shine goal right now. It, yeah. was from, it was from yeah, it was, was from, from before. Last week. Yeah, I All would, right. I, and so what I'm saying is now that Cal, an old tab open. Callum Wilson is back, uh, I would definitely not be going anywhere near Isak. No way. Really? Well, thanks for not, telling me that because I still have him, and I was thinking about moving him, but I decided not no, to. So here's the thing: I I'm saying I'm not that moving as, him. I'm saying that because the whole every Callum Wilson himself has said it. Eddie Howe himself has said it. Like. They can't have the striker yeah. playing ninety minutes. They're not going to do it. And they've rotated them. And and I don't like. That's what I'm saying. Callum Wilson can. They're too thin do it. to. Yeah. Isak's the one been playing all the minutes until yeah. this. He's going to get a break. There's if, whether it whether it's it's limited minutes in the next match or an actual benching. And I was going to say the next three matches. Yeah. I would take limited minutes. Isak. I was going to say a lot of people. There are probably goals I, in the Fulham match. I'm there. And then the and then the match. That's why I was going to say about. That's why I'm saying about Kieran Trippier. Like, if you have him, why are you selling him? Just bench him. Look at the matches that he'll come back for. I would yeah. way rather have him rested, like a week off, coming back for those matches yeah. than selling him for, like, especially because you have to go so much more money to go from him to Trent. If you're doing that, mm-hmm. I get it. It's it's not a crazy move. It's just a lot of money whenever it's, a, it's one game. Just eat the one game. All right. Fulham five in the surprise of the weekend West Ham zero Raul Jimenez William Adarabio 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 <laughs> Harry Wilson Travis your boy and Carlos Vinicius so Fulham this pronunciation brought to, to you by back. the cigar lounge <laughs> right wow. no kidding <laughs> Back to back five zero wins, smash, smash, or smash. Fulham, I seriously the surprise of the weekend for me, Brian. Am I crazy to think that Bowen gets uh, you nothing? It's surprising because it was because Adarabio has played. He started. This is courtesy of WhoScored dot com. He started two matches and won both of them five five zero. So that's the maybe the surprising thing. I think it. the biggest thing is Joao Paulinha was back in the lineup for Fulham. In these matches, and I and I think that is possibly the spark. That, yeah, that, that has, that has been fueled the... them over the past two match weeks. Look, anytime someone sees Fulham on the schedule, they're going to be looking at it and just like bring it on. Let's go! Can't wait for that. And I and I just think not anymore. I don't think you want any part of it now. Uh, Defensive, th- defensively, this is a Fulham team that is ready to go. You get you're getting peak. Uh, Jimenez at the moment, who in the last two weeks have given you a thirteen and a nine. I just think this is this is wild in Fulham's upcoming schedule. They're at Newcastle, home Burnley, at Bournemouth, and then they're home Arsenal. Uh, Fulham at Craven Cottage. Uh, how about this stat? Nine point four shots allowed at home per game for Fulham. Seems like a lot. It's a lot. No, it is not. It is fourth best in the league. They allow they really? allow nine point four shots. 
Just so, shots in general, not shots on target. Right. Okay. So nine point okay. four shots allowed per game at okay. at Craven Cottage, fourth best in the league. It's like Arsenal and, and Manchester City are like seven shots and seven point one oh, shots wow. allowed okay. at home. Okay. So, so they are um, unbelievable. Craven Cottage seems to be a fortress. Compared to when they're away, they allow fifteen point four shots. Holy moly, that's significant. Per game. So yeah, just the weirdest thing. So that's why I'm saying like at Newcastle, like Newcastle, I think. Yeah, of course, Newcastle, St. James, way better there. They will be happy to be at home. And Fulham, yeah, they're for what I don't, I mean, I don't know what the, I can't go recent numbers. I can only give you the comprehensive season statistics so far. So, yeah, like at Burnley, I mean, do you have a, do you have a Fulham defender playing against, playing against Burnley? At Craven Cottage, Fulham's defense you, you has like come that. up with two clean sheets the last two weeks, which is crazy. And look, it it was against Forest and West Ham, which yeah. I'm not saying are the have the staunchest offenses, but they're not slackers I, either. I, I just think their attacking form kind of throws the it just throws everything out the window the next four weeks. Even Arsenal, like you don't love Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal's awesome they, defensively. Yeah. Like I said one of the top. They're one or two in almost every meaningful defensive category for the season. You don't like, if you're Arsenal, you don't want to play this buzzsaw. No. I don't think I want anything to do with it. Ryan, tell me about Bowen. What was your experience with Bowen this week? Um, I'm, I'm going to get up real quick because I need to go take care of uh, something. I'll be right back. Tell Travis what you told me and your experience with Bowen this past week. Story time uh, for me. Uh, Travis, so you can you can listen. Um, oh boy! So I slept through my alarm uh, again. I woke up at six fourteen. Uh, deadline was at six a.m. Here, um, I don't know when I did it. I I genuinely don't remember. All I know is I ended up with Jared Bowen as my vice captain this week. So the answer to your question is Jared Bowen. <laughs> Did he go into a freezer or I don't know what he's doing. Did he dive into like a cool a I cooler full of ice? Uh no, I vice captain Jared Bowen. Or that's where it ended. When I refreshed my uh because I use Fantasy Football Fix the app, mm-hmm. you know, just for the for the live statistics during yeah. the game week. And when I refreshed it in the morning, it was showing it as the exact same thing that I had last week, which was Captain Sun, Vice Captain Sala. And so I was like, "You're like, this is awesome, best day no, ever." In the morning on Saturday, I was screaming because I'm like, "Great! I don't even know if Sun's fit. Sun no. might not even be playing." And now, like, that's not. I was. I'm like, I wanted to. I would have captain Holland. He's so did you celebrate Luton. because you thought you got Sun's points? So then, no. So oh. Saturday goes on, the thing refreshes, and I looked and I'm like, "Oh, I actually did make some changes. I had captain Holland." And my, but then I'm like, why is my vice captain on Jared Bowen? When did I do that? It's probably because of the, of uh, moving somebody from the bench to your lineup. I don't. It, it might have been. Yeah. I just know whatever it was, it it happened. And so then, then of course the Holland news breaks. There's already the result of Liverpool and Crystal Palace, and I'm like, unbelievable. Like oh, the whole. Man effing world is gonna get <laughs> vice yeah, captain sala except for me yeah awesome yeah 
And then I'm like, please, anything from Jared Bowen. Please, even an assist, sure. I will take anything. And, of course, Jared Bowen's away form. It had to end at some point. I guess. And, yeah. of course, it happened in a game where he took four shots, had three shots on target, had a big chance to score himself, created one big chance, ended with an expected FPL points of 5.96. Thank you for the two. It makes me feel a lot better. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. I don't Ryan, think it does make him feel the last better. Two, Story time over. The last two deadlines you've slept through. It sounds <laughs> like you, you need wanted, to get some more rest. Like I, I don't want to do like. I, there's stuff that happens at deadlines, and I, I'm like, I know I'm, I know I'm waiting late. I'm holding it till the last second. I know it's stupid. I don't want to get up that early. But there's things that happen. Sometimes it matters. And so, yeah, I didn't do it. And this is idiotic. The bummer of being in America. I, I ha and the score wasn't bad despite yeah. all of this this week. And it's just like, what was I doing? When well, did I do that? Anyway. You leaving? It. Not going anywhere. Just got a little, got a little chill. Oh my got a little gosh. chill going on. All right. Uh, real talk here. This is a Premier League podcast. Raul Jimenez, yeah, is he worth a, a transfer? Let's real talk about this because yes, he's worth a transfer. People are going to be thinking about this. Would well, you do it? He Would you? He started the last five matches. He is in the last five matches. He is thirty-four points, which is number one forward score. Wow, number one I didn't in know forward that. scoring. Four goals tied with Dominic Solanke for number one. That's your question. Between so Jimenez is five point two. I think that's the thing that is just like, are you kidding? That Sol guy Solanke's six six current. Right. I have him at a six five, but Bet he's six six current. Between Solanke, who's now expensive, Cunha, Cunha at five point six, or maybe he's five point seven. You went up. and Jimenez at five point two. Yeah, you have some decisions to make. Would here. you rather own Alvarez or or Jimenez? Alvarez, but but I think that's just a city bias. Yeah, probably me too. Uh, would would you rather have Jimenez uh, over over one of the Newcastle guys? Yeah, I I would count on him starting. I just would not. I yeah, it's it's just and, so and risky. Do you like the Fulham offensive thing going on? Yeah, I mean, but that's that kind of look at look. I mean, find a find a Fulham player who didn't get a return in the last two weeks. Yeah, right? it, they spread out. What about it, it Cunha? Was Would you rather have Jimenez or Cunha? That that's a good. That is a good. A good comparison. comparison. Yeah, for sure. That's a coin flip. I I would tend to agree. That's the o thing. On I don't. Current not, form, there's not one. Not one name. I feel like we're back to where even. we were a few weeks ago. Where if you drew, if you threw all the names in a hat and and picked one, you had to you'd take whoever you get. You'd probably be fine with it. Stupid good for the last five match weeks. I do like. I mean, Jimenez. Like like, like the numbers are fine it's just that he's a quality like he's, he's we proven. knew he was a quality player prior to his injury it took him a while to get back to form and i think everybody's rooting for him and so the fact that he's doing like that he's fi refinding yeah. form is yeah. is yeah. good okay yeah i mean are you going to count on it all the time is he willie we know williams on penalties so it's not like something that he might take him if William ends up being because William got sub subbed out right. early here. Yeah. I would guess he's maybe next. Jimenez. Would I would guess he's next because he's taken him before, probably. But um, I mean that's a that's a that's total 
contingency plan. But all right, um, yeah, I think that that, that was my it's, last question. It's on that worth. Match. It's worth a. I mean, it's definitely worth worth a thought. Like, look, the, everyone else in the, like William scored a goal in this match too. Like three goals and an assist in his last four games. So, He's been hot. I'm not going. I'm not touching him. He's five point three. Uh, Alex Awobi has been huge the last he four has. game weeks. So, just an assist this week, but still, like, he's, he's a top. Uh, I guarantee you know. he's like what zero point eight percent owned Awobi, and probably the same thing for William. William might be a, a he might have made it to one percent, but you know, look, I, I'm not ready to go there. But you know what? If someone was there and not had Cole Palmer in the last two weeks, and I I can tell you who was giving you a return and who wasn't. Yeah, it's just this. It's just this form. I mean, it's this. It's like, you know, if you had jumped on, uh, I mean, even if you had jumped, if you had jumped on Bournemouth, you know, you like you did. You jump on Solanke weeks ago. I mean, you're thrilled. You could have had Solanke all season. Like we, yeah. we talked to Bournemouth. I'm just saying, like, this is a like at this point, like, I don't know what else you need to see, like. I just don't know what else you like. Right. Like I said, Newcastle, Burn, Burnley, Bournemouth, Arsenal. Those four matches, Newcastle away has tended to be not good. This current, right this second Newcastle that's gotten walked on, the last two matches not great. Mm. So you you probably liked your chances a lot more now than you did a few weeks ago for Fulham. Fulham home to Burnley, you love that. Absolutely love that that matchup at Bournemouth. There's goals there. Yeah. So, and then Arsenal that closes out your year, and that's not that's like the worst at that point. I don't know. Maybe maybe you move on or something yeah. like that. But for, yeah. at least for the next three weeks, if you were moving to it, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. No, I like that. Arsenal zero. Uh, just want to say too, I don't think you're going to see Aaron Cresswell starting for West Ham again anytime soon. Who? Aaron Cresswell. I know. I like I him. can't even. I can't I believe, he's, I can't believe who. he's on the team. Deserve to who? Arsenal zero. Aston Villa one. Fourth in the table. Might as well be third in the table. Aston Villa gives Arsenal the business. They beat him one nothing thanks to a John McGinn assisted by Brian's favorite Leon Bailey Man. in the seventh minute. Wild. What can't get enough? What of that is guy. my favorite? Is that once again Zinchenko was responsible for the mistake yeah. that led to this goal, Travis? It is getting completely insufferable as an Arsenal fan to continue to watch Zinchenko make mistakes that give up direct goals. You made the statement his his good qualities do not outweigh his negative ones. You you mean that? I mean that. I absolutely. You're not going to expand on that. No. Well, I, I'm just saying I don't think. It. Well, I, so Tomiyasu wasn't available this this okay. match week. I think if he was, I think it's it's him, Ben White, Saliba, and Ga- Gabriel. That's what I would do. Uh, I also want to mention this because, in fairness to Zinchenko, 40 seconds before this goal happened, Saka missed an absolute Sterling esque sitter. Yeah, and. So his, his shot map in this match, like his chances are awesome. They're exactly no, no. what you so want. So I will say, look, him and Odegaard. Villa wins this match. Uh, do they win it statistically? Uh, no, 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 really. no, no. Arsenal wins it completely statistically. Arsenal, in my opinion, gave this match away. 
Uh, they had plenty and plenty of chances. Saka had two that were amazing. Odegaard had two. Jesus had one. Those five chances alone should have won them the match somewhere in there. Not to mention, and we and we're not gonna. I'm not gonna dwell on this because this wasn't the difference in the match because Arsenal should have won it in regular time, but. Um, Jesus got kicked under the leg in the box uh, as he was Seen trying to give him before. Absolutely. And it wasn't given again. I'm not going to like whatever that happens on a regular basis. Now you never know what's the penalty. What's not Arsenal had plenty of other chances to score. Travis, they, 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 they didn't get it done. And I mean, they did, but the, that handball call as well. Uh, on the reason, the Havertz the Havertz handball is, oh, I think but but that but I think yeah, everyone but I that think, was like I th- like I'm not gonna cry river over that like either five like, people's hands in it, like I, a span anything, of like a, it hit Matty Cash's hand first no I, I think it, everyone's pretty satisfied that that was called correctly but right I I I, I didn't flinch about that yeah. but as Travis have you no, as I mean, you have alluded to Arsenal fans are not you never know what's gonna be called anymore it's all over the place. I'd almost forgotten about it, Brian. But I mean, you're right. Like that—that that could have gone either way, I guess. Uh, at, at and this point. and the other 100%, call, yes. The other call was the there was a elbow. I think oh, uh, yeah, the Douglas Louise elbow on Enkedia. Yeah. So um, I, I just don't know. Like that elbow. How, how's that elbow not? It was. It was a lot refereed. stronger than I, 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 I just thought. How it was can you going just be. be running down the pitch and just decide no, to no. give someone? They were standing still. An elbow. That was the weird part. It was just it, he saw the referee's head was turned, and he just another cue. If anyone him. out there thinking Douglas Louise weird. might end up on the Arsenal lineup after <laughs> January, not, not, not happening yeah, now. That was, a, that was a Liverpool Douglas Louise, <laughs> yeah, not a yeah, not an not Arsenal sure. Douglas. Louise. I don't know. Um, so, anyways, all that being said, they but they lose the game, and in regardless of what should have happened or could have happened, Arsenal had chances. Villa was a better team, and they deserve the win. So I hate it, but it, it was the first time this season where, where Arsenal was just completely not clinical, and uh, and 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 it it and it wasn't just like on one chance; it was four or five chances, and you you lose games when you don't do that. Yeah. So and Villa's a good team, yeah, and they, they play are great. A good team. And kudos to them. Back to back weeks, they beat City, Arsenal, one nothing, one nothing. The two best defenses, statistically, I think, are close to it in the league, Brian. And yeah, uh, kudos to them. I was going to say, clean sheets all around for Aston Villa. Nothing more hilarious than last week. I thought nothing was more hilarious than last week when Villa got their first clean sheet in any meaningful game yeah. for like <laughs> 20 weeks against Manchester City, only to follow that up by With getting, another getting clean, a clean sheet, sheet against Arsenal. I mean, they, they passed the the... The walking through the fire to prove that they belong test. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. In top four? Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they were extremely good. And I think everybody, I think they're just an impressive team. But they are way, way more impressive at home than they are on, yeah. I mean, on the road. I mean, this is the same Aston Villa team that dropped after points 16 to, to, weeks, to Bournemouth just a couple, after a few si- weeks ago. After 16 weeks, yeah. they're above City in the table. So um, it's tough. Yeah. John McGinn goal fine, uh, not an FPL. He did the finger mask. No, he, he, that's his thing though. It's not. It's not the same as. It's not the same as the Ash, uh, Ashley Barnes. That's what you hate. He did that. Like I can't even do it. My because arthritis. Uh, no, John <laughs> right. McGinn. No, John McGinn does that thing. But it's it's there's something about that. 
No, he didn't do it that way. This is the hard-hitting analysis. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so everybody. glad we have this on video now. It's the excellent, <laughs> so stupid. The explanations everybody's looking for. It means something. I'm just not sure. Uh, <laughs> no, he's on pace to shatter oh his previous best FPL season. Not that you're picking him. It's just that he had 114 points in 2020, uh, and he's on 66 right now. So, uh, like, I wow, think I think he, look, at, look at Johnny McGinn. I think he might he might I, get to 120 this year. I, I, look. This this match I don't think changes anything Arsenal wise and, and for Villa, like I own Douglas Louise. He's red carded next match, uh, because of the five yellows accumulation. Did we ever get a? I don't know what to do with him. Matty Cash? No, you, you sell him. Louise Douglas Louise. You probably probably hold. just hold. So uh, this is what I was gonna say. Did we ever do a a podcast guess about how many returns Ollie Watkins was gonna get? In City and Arsenal, I know I asked the question, and you tried Ooh. to get us to bet about it. I I, I, th I thought I well, asked I so thought I asked over under one and a half total goal involvements. So, so I hope you bet the under in in whatever I, we did. I think I, I said under, but you had stats that said against Arsenal he had a very good yeah, record. Right, he good had record. scored like yeah whatever however many previous matches he had scored in like four of the last six or something like that. Either way, like he he wasn't. He was there, but it's not. I don't feel like there he was, was busy occupying defenders. I mean that that's been his that's just been his mo for the last couple of weeks specifically. I'm just saying now, now like they got through the two matches where you're like now I can afford Watkins to not time. have him, and now it's yeah it's Villa. It's it's gonna be it's different. Yeah, that's that's, fair. that's um, fair. So the other question that we didn't, uh, I don't think we ever got answers on was on the villa side dave or on the arsenal side because i was going to say uh um did we ever get a bet on clean sheets for arsenal in this run of because i know i asked that too how many clean sheets Travis arsenal would have to I, there's no way i remember i would have had to put I'm not any a bet smart that we man. have going is how many slack. clean sheets uh, was between Arse or between what Arsenal's matches between Aston Villa and when they play Liverpool. Now I want to re-ask that question so you can bet on it for real this time. <laughs> How many clean sheets will Arsenal get between Brighton, their matches against Brighton and Fulham? So it's Brighton at home, at Liverpool, home West Ham, and then Fulham away. Two clean sheets. Over or under one and a half. Okay, I say over. Oh my gosh, They'll, our last bet. I say over. Yeah, I, I wasn't paying attention. I was looking at the bets. Our last bet okay. was <laughs> the grapes thinks Rodri will outscore either Foden or Doku between now and the end of the calendar year. Yeah, that and was, takes I, fall down. Is that, is I, that? I, it's, it's Foden or Doku, and I'm I've got Foden or Doku. Uh, we're, and I, I, I think I'm, you're probably on pace. I think uh, you're, that's I'm, actually really close. I, I need a Rodri goal next match. Is what I need. I'm, I'm doing okay on that one, right? Right as we sit here. Uh, no, I do. You take the do you take the under? I wasn't listening. I don't know what the I don't know what the, he, the how many is. how many clean Rephrase, sheets yeah. for Arsenal between Brighton and Fulham? The matches they have between Brighton and when they play Fulham, which is Brighton at Liverpool. home, Liverpool away, West Ham home, at, home. at Fulham. Will, will Arsenal get two clean sheets in there? 
That's a good number. I say over. I'm I I say two. I let me give you. I an, don't think I. I think that I know. I think they could, but that's not a guarantee. I know. It's been a little while since they've had a clean sheet. I know you're looking at West Ham and thinking I'm they looking surely at have Ham one there. Home. I'm looking at West Ham at home though. Arsenal hasn't kept a clean sheet against West Ham since 2021. Declan Rice. And homecoming. in that match, in that match, Sufal had a red card. That was in 2020. Since 2021, West Ham Arsenal scores have been 3-3, 2-0, Arsenal won that one. 2-1 Arsenal, 3-1 Arsenal, 2-2, and then the last match they played 3-1 West Ham. All of those Declan Rice for West Ham. Yeah. Jared Bowen scored in four of the last six matches against Arsenal. Mm. No. I'm just saying, like, are they going to keep one against Brighton? Probably. It, yes. Out of, out of, you think? Out of each of those, that's the most okay. likely one for right. them to keep. All right. Keep clean sheet against. So you're saying you agree with Dave that you think I, it's going to be I know this. The Liverpool Arsenal I think match two's the is number. never... A clean sheet. It is. Yeah, they play too it open. is historically the most scored on and or in match head to head in the history of the Premier League. That the Arsenal Liverpool match. Okay, so there will be goals in that one. So I'm just looking at three. Can I can I get two clean sheets out of the other three yeah. matches? I think yes. I'm thinking Brighton West Ham Fulham. Probably there's a chance of a of a clean sheet there. Fulham is hot. It is. Are you willing to buy an Arsenal defender going into this run? Wait. I do own a Arsenal goalkeeper, and I do own an Arsenal defender. Would I buy one going into this run? I don't think I would. Do, oh, no. I don't think I would buy one going into this run. I think there's probably better options, maybe somewhere else. That Are you really risky. buying Gabriel or Saliba going into this run of matches? Number one, you should you already, already own Saliba. Saliba. Yeah. Should you? Should. Yeah, absolutely. For what? The, for the his... number three uh, fantasy scorer all season? Why? Why wouldn't you? I. It goes Trippier, Alexander Arnold, Saliba, Anderson, Mikalenko, then Ben White, Zinchenko. That's your top seven. Yeah, you should have had so Saliba. three out of the top seven. Ben White would be the one you would move to. You probably. should have Saliba all season long, so that you could have accumulated all of those points. That's what that's what we're saying. Yeah, no, that's what we're saying. Yeah, hundred percent. You're yeah. saying if you didn't own Saliba, right. which has an ownership five, of thirty-five point three percent, if you're with. in the other sixty-five percent of people who don't own Saliba, would you go to him right now? Yes. Is he the best 5.5 option? I would probably rather own I would rather own Pedro Poro over the next four match weeks than Saliba. I, I, I would agree with that. I, I'm just I guess what I'm saying is if you have a time machine and you can go back and put the highest scoring players in, then absolutely go back. I would rather put own Saliba for in. this group, yeah, she should already as own fast it. But as you possibly Brian, if you I don't would already own, own Paul Torres over the next four match weeks oh. than Saliba. That sounds like a bet. So, I'm just saying, like, so I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Now, I'm cherry-picking two teams out of the top five, you know, defenders out of the top five, but but I like Villa's mat, uh, matchups over the next well, I was four say, match weeks, and I like and I like 
uh, Tottenham. So if you wanted to do an alternate bet on that, Dave, you could go do the exact same thing. How many clean sheets are Aston Villa going to have in their next five more matches? More than Arsenal. More right. than Arsenal. No so, question. We're on the same page, you and I. Right. Brentford, Sheffield, Manchester United, Burnley, Everton. Sheffield at home, Burnley Although three at of home, those are so. away. Brentford, so that's a Brentford team with no Embuemo. Uh Newly resurgent Sheffield, for sure. But really? It's at home. They're, they're, but, they're but fine. Sheffield's also attempted 98 shots all season, which is the worst by a good bit. Nottingham Forest is second worst with 110 shots. Oh, wow. That's really bad then, 98. Right. So 98 is Sheffield for the season. Uh, Villa also, they play Manchester United at Villa Park. And Manchester United can't do anything right. And then they play Burnley, and Burnley's third worst for shots no, in the season. 111 uh, shots. United at Old Trafford. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. My, yeah, my fault. All right. Still, Brian, they can't do anything Travis, right. I have a question for you. Are you selling Saka? I, I don't own him currently. I, if you owned him, would you sell him? Probably. Brian? Because it, cause it gets own, me to Son do if, you I don't own own, if I don't own Son. I don't. Really? Don't have Neither him. one of you own him. I, I, what? So he's wh- he's one of those guys that's like. I he, know you he, don't like his stats because he he's been Obama yanging for a no, while. He just feels like no. He just feels like one of those people that everyone has. Look, this is one tangent, real quick. Just that the discussion of like I've seen multiple people ask the question of, is this game even fun? And yeah. and FPL mate. Just said yeah, it. I saw yeah. that too. Did you see it? it just Everybody said, has the same team. Everyone has the same team. It's, All the yeah. same people get the same kind of returns. Like the fun part of this is just, I don't know. Like this is exactly why. Like whenever I'm looking at it and I'm like, everyone's getting Levi Colwell. And I'm like, I don't want to feel like I'm shoehorned into getting Levi Colwell in my why do I want a guy like that in my team? Yeah. Having like two two game weeks ago, you know, midweek. Switching the captain to Hyung Min's son was the most alive I've felt in this game <laughs> for a really long time. I and think it, I sent it, you some funny right memes into his veins when he he texted yeah, like, me. I'm captaining son. Oh my gosh! I could, yeah, it's like the most excited I was. Like finally, I'm doing something that's not like template. Like yeah. I, I want to do something different. So I that's got why, some yeah. balls. Well, no. Every time there's a every time there's a player, like where I just like, had wait, groin surgery. Well, you got to get that guy, and right. I'm like. I don't want to go. Why do I do I really right. want to do sure. I want to ride a sheep straight to Cole Palmer's house? I don't. I really don't. Interesting. And that and then it's not just about Chelsea. And I think that's why like I had Saka, I got rid of him when it looked like he was injured. Turns out he's not injured. Like when that happened, I just never went back because I think it was it was players like Son and Bowen and like players like that, where you're just like those guys are just ticking along. They're All they right. are doing just as uh, in a way, just as good or better. We have made it to the quick fire section of the pod. I'm going to list <laughs> through some names, and we are quick firing through them. Bournemouth three, Manchester United. I saw zero. some stuff about your team. Brighton. We. I'll let you dive back in this quick fire. We don't have to talk about this. I'm just mentioning it. Okay. Brighton one, Burnley one. Sheffield 1, Brentford 0, Wolves 1, Forest 1. The floor is totally open. Hang on. Uh, Bournemouth United, um, not only do I want to acknowledge that that happened, uh, I also want to shout out. Do you have any numbers on Senesi, Brian? I do. Because that guy is on a tear. 
So An absolute tear. Super to cheap. Brian. Brian brought in Sinesi before this match week. No, which... I did not. <laughs> really? You got to remember this guy. He talks and talks and talks, minute. but he I doesn't thought... actually do what he says. Look, no, no. Truth I, be no. told, I truly thought you brought him in no, before I, this match. I didn't week. get him ahead of the match week because oh, because he had pickle. a goal because he had a goal midweek and a Bournemouth central defender goal is about the the most ignorable single statistic That's that you fair, could have. But I thought you were on one. It's and just that had he, him before this match. Yeah, it's just he followed it up with another goal. Like That's weird. Sanessi's had sporadic appearances until game week 12. Since then, he's started every match. Among defenders, he's got 36 points. He's second only to Trent Alexander-Arnold. I know these are all arbitrary weeks of when they right. start. It's when they start but playing still. and doing well. Sanessi has started every match for Bournemouth since game week 12. 36 points in that time. He has scored two goals. He has two shots on target. That's my favorite thing about scoring goals ever is when you shoot twice and you get two goals. Yeah. Of course, that's repeatable. He has three yellow cards in his last five matches. Not ideal. So, I, like to me, it feels like with Sanessi, it's just that it doesn't matter because Bournemouth is the form team in the league right now. and Even more so than Fulham? Yeah, because Fulham's lost twice in their last five, and okay. Bournemouth has not. All right. Uh, and Senesi's 4.3. For now, he's going to go up to 4.4. So they have Luton, Nottingham Forest, Fulham, and Tottenham to finish up the year. Guess what he's better than? Uh, injured Tyrick Mitchell, who's playing like the worst possible teams uh, in the Premier League in the next four game weeks. Okay. I don't want anything to do with a Crystal Palace defense. Yeah. I will take Bournemouth playing Luton at home. Like, at least there's a chance there. Heard, Chef. And so, shout out to the Bear. You could, and you could do that. Like, you could do that, like we just said, with Aston Villa's schedule is pretty good. There are some people in there. If we really wanted to go back, I would, I can give you, I would advocate for waiting a week and getting Luca Dean whenever he comes back. I I still have Luca Dean. Okay. And his numbers are fantastic. And I I would like okay. to go back to that at some point. But no, Sanessi like four point three. There's no there's nothing there's nothing bad about that. Anyone else other than than Solanke, which I uh, obviously should should get some mention. I mean, is is uh, Travis you earlier you, early on in the year respect, Can you respect Solanke by referring to him properly Don. as Fourth highest scoring forward for this season, <laughs> Ryan, Dominic Solanke. I feel like as much trash as I talked earlier about him, me currently owning him should have some form of cred that I get. Like, it, it's my way of taking it all back, right? Okay. I currently own him. In fact, you want to hear something funny? I was watching the game on mute, and I thought... I thought Dom got a second goal. Yeah. And I was wrong. Curse the it other all, tall guy. It with was the... the other tall guy that looks exactly like him from distance, Philip Billing. Yep. Daggone it. So I was a little let down. I was happy that Dom got a goal, but I was let down when I saw that, of course, it was Philip Billing. Solanke um, should have had a brace anyway. Yeah, that's that's what I hear. I, I missed he that earlier chance. Yeah. I missed Dominic Solanke is top four. In every attacking statistic for all forwards for the season, Good he glory. is a top four striker choice. He is because and by points, 
Julian Alvarez is there, and I think it's a real question of whether you would want to have Julian Alvarez or Dominic Solanke for the remainder of the season. Just because what you're getting from Solanke, I think, attacking-wise, is more stable. It's it's the difference between a creative forward and an actual kicking the ball into the net forward, and Solanke is that. Alvarez is by far the most creative. We talked about it last week. By far the most creative forward. I just don't know how much the goal, how much the goals are going to happen with him. So you're more likely to get an assist from Alvarez than a goal. You're more likely to get a goal than an assist from Solanke. I think the points have evened out. Like they're real close in scoring. I like that. So it's just kind of whatever. It's kind of how much you believe. Who do you believe in, and why? Travis, if you could match a wave, wave. If you could match a wave. If you could wave a magic yeah. wand. If you could I wave can't. a magic wand, you do not have a magic wand. If you could wave one and turn Darwin into Solanke, would you rather have Darwin or Solanke on your team, physical Liverpool in real team, life. in real life right now, not fantasy? Liverpool arguably two years ago sold Solanke, kicked him to the curb. You'll never start for us. Bring in Darwin. He got a chance. I like I like Solanke. I I really hoped that we would hang on to him, but he needed minutes. He was at that point in his career where he needed consistent. But why minutes. wouldn't Liverpool give him minutes? Because they haven't brought anyone in that actually has performed. They've tried. It's not from a lack of trying. Well, no. Liverpool. I mean, they've only really brought in Darwin. He's the only forward they've eh, they purchased. I mean, Gakpo was doing pretty good until he got hurt, but he wasn't really playing. Different, center different players. Yeah, Joda was good, but Joda got hurt. I, I don't. Like, I don't know that they needed needed Solanke. It, to your question, if you I like, have I like Darwin's Solanke upside. I like Darwin Dar- right now. I like Darwin's upside. I think I would keep Darwin because I I I honestly think that he's got he's he's got that raw talent that he's just he needs coaching. He needs confidence. Even he if needs... he hits his, if his raw talent comes to fruition, yeah. I like it, this. We're back on Liverpool again. Is he did it, not me? <laughs> Top of the table, Liverpool. This is oh. true. Sorry. I mean, th- I guess all that's right. my point. They don't. They don't need his goals now. All right. All right. So, so Salah goes to Saudi Arabia, and they've got to figure something out. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. All right. Reeling this back in, other than Solanke, Brian, oh, and gosh, maybe. You- Maybe a, a Bournemouth guy. I mean, look, th- there's no one from United anyone's moving to, so we don't even need to discuss no, it. Uh, look, Tavernier got two assists in the game. That's what he I was trying to bring out here, Tavernier. Uh, so, His price is already so you can up. so you can do two things. It's five with, four. You can do two things with Tavernier. Okay, he started. He he got a run of starts in game week five. Okay. Uh. 45 points since game week five. That's not great. I'll just I'll just tell you. Two good. goals and two assists since game week five. Guess when those two goals and two assists have happened? Against Luton and Sheffield? They've started in this good run of form from Bournemouth. Okay. So since his run of starts in game week five, 45 points. He's 11th for shots. He's got six, uh, 11 shots on target, which is tied for sixth best. But only three three big chances. He's not very creative. He's not creating big, big chances. All right. But since Bournemouth has gone on this five-week run of form or whatever it is, Tavernier's got 31 points 
which is fifth best, tied for fifth among midfielders. Mm. He's taken 12 shots, which is fourth best for midfielders. Seven shots on target is second best among midfielders. 18 touches in the box, not great. Two big chances to score. That's tied for second most. So any like lots of midfielders have done it, but it's it's still it's tied for second most. And he's created eleven chances, which is sixth. So like this run, like it depends on which tavernier you think you're buying. Are you buying the season long tavernier or the or the recent or this recent form tavernier? Okay. I think the matchups are good enough for them that yeah, you probably can ride. You can ride the. Do you rather own tavernier or? Palmer for the next four match weeks. That's a good question. Holy jeez, that's a good question. You guys should bet on that. No, you're. He's asking you. Who would you rather own? I think I'd take Cole Palmer. Oh boy, this is interesting. Over the next how many wor- game four, weeks? Four match weeks. I mean, look, they got. It's Luton, Fulham. Uh, what, what do we Sheffield, say? Luton, Nottingham, Fulham, Nottingham Forest, Fulham, Tottenham. That's your Bournemouth. Bournemouth. That's your Bournemouth. Chelsea. Chelsea's. Chelsea's got is real good. Home Sheffield at Wolves. Home Palace at Luton. At Wolves is not fantastic, but there's at still Luton's not fantastic either. No, but it hasn't the, but, been. but Sheffield yeah, right. and Palace. Uh, I don't know, man. I. Yeah, I don't know. Bournemouth is form right now, and Chelsea's not form. I it mean, that, they, they are hit or miss. Yeah, that's exactly it. Inconsistent. No, you never I like, know. I look, I, that's why I'm saying. Like, Interesting. It, it depends on how you're skewing it. The reason why I'm saying Cole Palmer is just that, like, they've had a they. It's a bad result for them this week. But Cole Palmer, it doesn't change that he's on penalties. Tavernier's playing well now. Uh, yeah. That's that's my that's the only difference. It's not because I I mean right. I I'm I'm saying I'm buying it a little bit. I just wouldn't buy it over Cole Palmer. Brian Travis, your last thing again. I threw out the other games. If it's worth mentioning, Cunha gets back on the scorecard again. I think it's probably worth mentioning. Uh, Huang or Cunha, both I believe continue to be. Brian Huang did not bring a return for you this week, but that was in the. That normally is happening, and it obviously mm-hmm. didn't happen this week. But Cunha did, and we've always said it. Obviously, other podcasts can say it. it's not just us, but if Wolves score, it's through Cunha and Wang. And so, it's one just of them with Cunha. With Cunha, it's it's the same kind of thing. Like I've, like I insulted him weeks and weeks ago about just being good for minutes, and then he gets five straight yeah. weeks of returns. Yeah, here's why. Do the same thing. Game weeks 1 to 11, he scored 34 points. Not even in the top 10 of forward scoring. Game weeks 12 to 16, he's got 31 points. So his five-game run here of returns, he's third in forward scoring. So, again, it's like... Like his shots, Streaky. I said before, like his shots are okay. He was okay the first 11 game weeks for shots, for shots on target, his chances... Three big chances in the first 11 game weeks, and he's got three big chances in the last five game weeks. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, like how you want to read that? Like, yeah, he's in a he's in a really great vein of form here, but so is Huang. So, like a down result for you know for He Chan goes gets you almost nothing this week. I think he had a shot or something like that. But barely anything, you know, that's, like, not great. But prior to that, like, his price had gone up. 
is he a bad pick all of a sudden because they had a down week? No. Is Cunha an amazing pick because he's got five a hot streak of you know five returns in a row? Yeah, maybe. You know, it's like. Of course, of course, it's going to continue. Of course, it'll go on forever and ever. He's Fixers. never going to have a down week. I just don't Not think terrible. you can really read it that way. Can I also bring up a, a dark horse? I like that. I think it's going to. We're going to be talking about a lot more. He's only point two percent owned. Is Pablo Sarabia? I think we're going to end up finding a way to talk about him. Real good player. I just don't know that even on that team. I just minutes don't. Wise. Probably not I, do his minutes are. I think it's starting to happen. Uh, I don't know what it is about that guy, but it seems electric to me. So, just wanted to bring that up. Um, La- one few last things. Here's a whole bunch of miscellaneous okay. things. Okay, I hear it. Bring it. I so, love that. Drop it. Not uh, much. So, the first thing was, uh, go back to Chelsea for a second, that uh, that's, um, Robert Sanchez asked to be substituted. Did he really? Knee issue. Oh. Uh, Jordi Petrovic. Uh D J O R D J E, your favorite uh, way to spell George. Who? Uh, <clears throat> he's their backup goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. He's four point five, so that's a problem. It's kind of high for a backup, isn't he's it? He's selected by four thousand and ninety-five people. That's a lot of cousins. <laughs> uh, he played the final six minutes of this game, and but this is a thing where yeah, you're probably going to need. Oh to, boy! If he's asking to be substituted, not good. Probably not good, and that doesn't help the Chelsea cause here. Um, so that's something to pay attention mm-hmm. to because you're. Yes, there's. A, it's not Sanchez, but it's also not a three point nine goalkeeper. I'd rather have a Whatever useless yeah. three point nine backup from Crystal Palace than a four point five Chelsea goalkeeper. Word. Um, Pascal Gross. Yeah. For we didn't bring him for up. Brighton. He, we need to talk to, about him for a couple of weeks. I think he's the only, first of all, I think he's the only Brighton player you can trust right now. Matoma had an awesome chance at the end of the game, but he was benched this week again. Uh, Skied it. So, Grob got a, uh, he got a zero <laughs> against Chelsea. He only played 33 minutes, got a yellow card in that match. So, but that was a rested match. He is, since he came back from his injury in game week eight, he scored 43 points. That's fine. He's in ten, like 10th for midfielders. He's got five assists, which is, which is the most. He's tied with Saka and uh, Doku and Andreas Pereira. Like, that's the most of any midfielder. Uh, it's a, he's, I mean, look, he's taking every, he's created 20 chances. So that's second most. Okay. Salah and Saka are the only people ahead of him. Okay. And he's doing everything at the end. So all of his, like we yeah. talked about before, his entries into the final third, entries into the penalty area, corners, kicks into the you know, corners that go into the box, all of Brighton's free kicks. He's top three in all of those categories. Pascal Gross uh, was close to scoring a goal in this match too. So I just want to say Pascal okay. Gross, he's 6.4, probably going to put you up. That's going to put a lot of people off, but he is 3.1% selected. I just don't think he's a crazy pick. He's been okay. like this is Consistently good. awesome production. Uh I was gonna say like he's the only one you can trust, but then Adingra can make the case. Mm. Just because like uh, I think the fear was all oh, the minutes, like is he gonna start whatever? He came off the bench against Aston Villa like 
I don't know, however many weeks ago. Otherwise, he has started every match since game week five. Adingra. So he's 5-0. He scored the goal this week. Like, it's like it's Arsenal, Crystal Palace, Tottenham, West Ham that finishes the year for Brighton. That's okay. Mm. Like, I think there are goals there. Again, we're going to talk about, like, they're like everyone else. Like, how are they holding up to the additional matches mm-hmm. load? Yeah. It seems... It looked not bad. Now great. it's now it's okay. Like, but like even this result, like not not, awesome. not your favorite result, but still, he got the goal. Gro- Pascal Gross gets the assist. That's it. Um. Now I want to just look. I want to just say for just for Aston Villa defense. Okay, like I feel like I've changed my mind a hundred percent on Dean, mm. and the reason why I say that is because. Uh, the like, this is not an Alex Moreno podcast. This is not an Alex Moreno <laughs> moment. Uh, I just want to say, oh no, uh, Moreno is fit. He's getting, he's gotten more minutes here the last three game weeks. But Dean hasn't lost his spot, despite Moreno being back to fitness, and I think that matters because this is as good as Aston Villa has been yeah and i'm just saying luca dean is third on the season for chances created among midfielders he has 28 chances created trent has 34 and is the second most and dean has 33 touches in the box which is third he's third to udagi and poro have 35 okay and james tarkowski's got 38 i'm just saying like He's not shooting a ton. That's fine. He had an amazing shot against you guys. I was man, was I begging for that ball to go in? Mm, whatever, dude. I'm just saying he got his fifth yellow card. He got us <laughs> so he's on a yellow card suspension this week. But like we just said, there after so he misses the Brentford match. I wish he was there for it. But when he assuming he's not going to lose his spot, which I don't think he will, it's Sheffield United, Manchester United, Burnley, and Everton. That's the four matches he's coming back to. He's 4.7. Like, I'm not selling him. I was so close, the itchiest trigger finger on getting rid of him for that entire horrible run. And I just kept looking. I was like, he's been, other than Paul Torres, has been probably their best defender. He's been awesome. Yeah, I agree. I'm just, like, I'm not saying, like, that, obviously you're not buying him this week. Again, yellow card suspension. I just want to... I like it. I like where the way he's playing. I'm off Alex Moreno. Are you sure? I'm wearing right a Dean shirt right now. Okay. Not yeah. really, but All sure. Right. Not right this second. All that being said, we get to the uh end of the se- end of the season, end of the podcast. So I just want to flash quickly through our fantasy uh podcast league. As I thought I had it queued up, and then I'm struggling. I'm grinding. Now, here we go. All right. Uh, League Shen, Rockabye Angel, massive week, 79. I feel like that's a huge week this week. I thought mine was pretty good at a 72. There was uh, uh, League Osman, Ball So Hard FC, turned into 75. So kudos to him. Scanning, scanning, scanning. You thought you were number one. I was. I'm top three. I'm gonna be top three. I'm top three. So K 
kick rocks. Top three. There it is. All right. And uh, look, I'm I'm moving up the the podcast league. I'm doing my best, trying to catch uh, trying to catch people. Nostradamus. A seventy a seventy two will get you way up there almost every week. Uh, yeah. Lee Xander, a Flecken team, had a seventy six. So there we go. I think I was fourth place. Good name. Uh, yeah. Excellent, excellent name. And then Nostradamus Rexham Michelle uh, is uh, League Michelle is is down in second place. Those are your top three. And then uh, my boy, uh, League Joshua, Why Always Me. Fourth place, 67. Excellent week. And then, uh, so anyways, good scores. Some some good scores this week. Look, if anyone was keeping up with me this week, it was an excellent score. No one was. <laughs> no one was keeping up with you. Look, I, I will only have a good week like twice a year. So this was that one time. So I'm going to try to revel in it as long as I can. Captains this week. It'll be interesting, Brian, once we get word on Holland. I might be selling him. I might not be selling him. Uh, Salah's home to United. Son is at Forest. I mean, that you gotta seems think. tasty. Yeah, I just... Solanke home to Luton. Interesting. It's away Luton here. So that could be uh, interesting as well. And then again, watch Cole Palmer home to Sheffield be the pick of the week. I don't know. I don't, but I'm not. I wouldn't go near it. What about Alvarez home Chris, to Palace? Chris Wilder, he the name. Own him. Chris Wilder, the name we couldn't think of uh, yeah, for whatever reason last week. Bit. I know, it's stupid. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's got them. Uh, he's got them back up. Oh, Chris a Wilder, bit. Sheffield. They're getting a manager bump. I'm okay. not, look, I'm not saying they're going to beat Chelsea, but I trust. I trust them to put in a performance. They did it two weeks in a row. They gave you guys. They harassed you guys. Enough. Yeah. So, I mean, not like you're going to expect them to win, but I'm right. not counting on Chelsea just rolling them. Travis, do you know where your captain's going this next week? Holland. Okay. Vice <laughs> Sala. Okay. I, 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 I'm just not going to get caught out. Fair enough. Brian? He plays. Uh, I think Shambles, Manchester United, Sala getting to play Manchester United yeah. at, uh, uh, at, at, at home is, That's is a good going to be really tempting Spurs at Nottingham Forest is not at all scary. I really this this the way Nottingham Forest is right this second. Transfer of the week, Brian, for you? That's gonna be tricky. Are, are you waiting? Transfers, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Transfers already made. Made them on Saturday. Made the made moves that I knew I wanted to make, but jumped on it way too early, or else I definitely would have sold Holland instead of okay. Julian Alvarez. Interesting. I banked the transfer, so it was Tyrick Mitchell out for Senesi. It was uh, I finally got rid of Embuemo. Um, okay. Uh, so Embuemo out, Anthony Gordon in. Okay, I like that. I like a home Gordon. All of that for the purpose of getting Ollie Watkins in my team ahead of Brentford, and it was Julian Alvarez out, Ollie Watkins in. That is prior to the Holland injury news because I'm impatient and I didn't listen hmm. to myself. I think I was nervous about the money because Embuemo was dropping, Mitchell was dropping, Gordon was going up, and I was afraid Watkins was going up and that I was on exact money. That's the reason why I did it. I'm angry. Because uh, I don't think I, I don't think it would have been I think I still could have done it if I had waited a day. I'm I'm gonna do obviously with Holland I could have done it. I'm gonna do the Douglas Louise out 
red card, Douglas Louise out, Gordon in, at least for the next three match weeks, I think. Probably for me, that's going to be my move. And uh, and and I think if I find out what Holland is out, I am not scared to go Watkins to Holland, even for a hit this week, assuming he, Holland might be out for a couple weeks. I'm just not going to spend that Holland money. Yeah. All right. All right. Gentlemen, thank you. Well done. Look, I love that this pod was a lot of fun, uh, and we covered a ton. It was an excellent, excellent listen. Hopefully excellent watch. My apologies for having to get up mid-pod as I needed to go to the little boys' room. For the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.